once again, we're pleased to bring you the Game Punchers Game of the Year show, where we are right and you are wrong. Enjoy! Hey everybody, welcome to Game Pitchers Podcast episode 186 and our Game of the Year edition for 2017. Game Pitchers is the most regressive and ponderous podcast on the internet. My name is Steve. And I'm John. Fraser. And I am Fish. Ah, what? Hello, friends. And, and as we always do for our Game of the Year episode, I am not running the show. Today it's going to be... Mr. Fraser Morris. So Yay. take it away, Mr. Fraser Morris. Hello, welcome to the Game Woo. of the Year show. May yeah, all right. First of hey. all, what a pleasure it is to be here for, and an honor <laughs> to host the Game of the Year show. <laughs> I I never thought this time. Oh, flowers! Thank you, thank you. <laughs> I never thought this time would come. But I'd like to thank you, my earned dad, it. and fish. Good for coming along. <laughs> thank for the you, fish. Really, it comes it's the good big to see ones, fish. I gotta say, of course I it is. I'm alive. Fish I'm alive and not currently playing WoW, so we're fine. Everything's great. All right, you are eating. I don't ma- You're eating okay, right? Yeah. Yeah, we're I'm eating probably, dad, probably you, too well. Your frankly. dad's not hiring someone to go in-game and kill you. Not that I know of. No, okay. <laughs> but if I knew that, then... <laughs> that happens. Then it wouldn't be that effective, I feel like. I guess. I guess. So good. So everybody, welcome. Uh, I can't. I'm, I've lost track of time. I got really confused because we actually knocked out quite a few episodes in the last two or three weeks. So I think we've yep, done two or three. We've episodes, done Christmas. <laughs> we've done. I don't. I don't think I've said a happy New Year to you guys. Uh, I hope you all had happy a happy New Year new, to you. Yes, happy New happy Year new to year. you. Yeah, happy New Year. So, yeah, I hope everybody's been having a great time. Um, so uh, the format for this, I think we're just going to run through five, four, three, two, one. Go go around the table uh, for our games of the year. Uh, we're also going to. I, I think. I, I think. What do we want to do? Maybe do five to three, and then we can interject in there between there. Talk about. Uh, we're going to have our biggest disappointments of 2017, and then when we'll go, we'll we'll carry on to the end, and we'll finish off with what we're looking forward to in the new year of. Fraser, uh, it is your show. Spaghetti Monster 2018. If you want to go one to five, it's your world. You do whatever I, you want. I to definitely do, buddy. am going five to one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like we did every year, I think what we'll do, if you guys d- don't object, I mean we've done it every year for the last three or four years anyway. We assign a point score. Uh, five gets one point. Four gets two points. Three gets three points. Two gets four points. One, po- one first place gets five points, and therefore at the end we can tot up all the points and give you our Game Punchers Game of the Year. Um, I think last year. Who's keeping track of the score, by the way? Because I'm not. I'll, I'll do that. I don't mind. I'm I remember. I, 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 you know, as long as we record it anyway, some we can work. You it did it last year, time, so. right? I've done it every year. I think so. It's all good. It's all good. Yeah. I think uh, I didn't look right. and check back last year. For anyone who wants to, who wants to recall, can anyone remember what our game of the year last year was? What? Well, probably Doom, right? It's got to be Doom. <laughs> oh yes, it was Doom. Doom. It was a nose. unanimous Doom. Yeah, it was Doom. Yeah. Anyone unanimous. remember the year before? Metal Gear Solid, the best Correcte game. Mundo. That's right, the best yeah. game. Yes, we. I don't know what it was the year before that. That was, was the, the year where I was sign. very anti Metal Gear Solid Five for that. Yeah. I think, and I can't remember what my 
my choice. You didn't play it. You hadn't played it. But he held the door. That's what it is. Right. For the cameraman. For the cameraman. To walk through. And I think before that was Shadow of Mordor and before that Probably. Shadow of Mordurth, I believe. So there you go. So there's some quality there. All right. Good. Okay, well, look, let's start the ball rolling. Uh, I've got my five in front of me. I hope you guys do too. Otherwise, we're a bit screwed here. Yes. Uh, I'm ready uh, to go. Boil, boil, trouble and scoil or whatever it is. Uh, I pick... Let's go in alphabetical order. Just go around your screen, man. Whatever. Just Steve. Go, Steve, just go, then. Go screen, <laughs> abet- screen abetical order. I choose Steve for number five. Screen abetical. Screen abetical. I win. All right. This isn't going to do well because it's not going to be on anybody else's lists. But my pick for number five for 2017 was Hellbound. Senua's Sacrifice. I am That was a really good game. I, that was a really good gl- game. I'm glad Dude, you chose right? this because I... My ears have pricked up on this. I have not played it, so do tell. Okay, so uh, are you aware of the premise of this game? What was it called again? Hellblade? It's by Hellblade, colon, Senua's Sacrifice. Nice. So it's it's like a Celtic slash Nordic um, ancient folklore-y kind of tale. You play as Senua... It's a third-person kind of deal. It's an action puzzly thing. Uh, the graphics are just—I mean, they're—they're they're a step above anything else that's out there right now. It's un- like the the face capture and just the general the the camera positioning. Just, everything is so cinematically just right on time. It's just really well done. Um, it's a, a journey that Senua takes into um, essentially hell uh, to go and retrieve or save the soul of her lover. Uh, she has his head uh, in a sack as you do. <laughs> tied to her belt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and the game literally starts as she's as was kind the of in style a little at the time. thing. That <laughs> <laughs> was the style at the time. Period accurate. <laughs> and, the, and the Kaiser stole the number twenty. <laughs> so yeah, and she and it's but the th- the the main kind of thing that you know that's been extolled grandiose grandiously is uh, it does um it plays very much on the giving the player the sensation that they are losing their mind it, it, it conveys a psychosis um and that's what they try to convey there so it's like at, you're going to this hell place She's kind of freaking out anyway. You're hearing multiple voices um, in your head at all times. And it's just... If ever there was a game to put on some headphones, <laughs> some surround headphones for, it's this one. I think um, I've heard that, yeah. It's absolutely phenomenal. What I will say is if um, if you're going to play this or give it a try, if anyone's watching or in the room with you, that might be a little bit sensitive towards, you know, schizophrenia or anything like that. I, I recommend not doing that just because it's, it's it's pretty, pretty legit. Powerful. It's pretty um, legit. It's yeah. Um, there's an awful lot. There's like some. There are certain character voices that are just constantly talking all the time, but it's it's never like irritating. Anyway, um, because of how well it excelled in all of these areas, it's different and i always like to reward variety and experimentation when it's 
when the heart and soul of the developer is in it. And and this is that hands down. This is um, That's fair enough. a passion project by everybody involved. It pays off in spades. It's a fantastic product. It was $40 and it's a cinematic masterpiece. Um, and as well as that, it's fun to play. Well, uh, that's, the combat's that's a good point. I like that deep, in a game. But, right. Yeah, it's good, right? The combat's not really that deep, but it's deep enough to be rewarding and fun. Um, Platform? And just, PlayStation? Um, PlayStation PC. I, I believe it's a PlayStation. Ex- oh, is it PC as well? I played it on PC. Okay, so everything except Xbox <laughs> and then Switch. Um, yeah, and so that's my number five. Nice. It's um, it's done by the Devil May Cry, the DMC Devil May Cry, and um, they also did Enslaved. Uh, That's, uh, okay, I, I wonder. That's who it was. I did I not know remember. where the pedigree for this was coming from. I th- I was Ninja under theory. the impression it was a real uh, amateur, almost amateurish team. But I think I, I was led to believe that because they pulled in that girl to do the voice work or whatever and she'd never mm-hmm. done it before she was something well, in marketing or something like that they didn't right. pull her in she's a she's on the development team right she just volunteered her time and face for the mocap and it yep. just right. and paid and off in space and she, nice nice cool yeah and i tell you what there's what a fantastic debut from her amazing mm. absolutely amazing all right, cool. The mocap stuff they use is real cool too. If you like, take if you have time, look into the technology behind it because the mocap stuff, all that stuff was rendered live. So like, instead of doing the mocap, plugging it into an animation suite and then outputting it to Unreal, it was being outputted to Unreal live, and so like they could right. preview what it, it was. It's really cool. The stuff they did with that game is really cool. Mm. Neat. A lot of uh, like post rendering effects just layered on because. You can go into like photo mode and re-add and remove all of these things mm-hmm. as well, and you just see what it looks like without all this stuff. It's it's really well done. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's a graphical marvel. It's a fantastic thing. Cool. All right. Yep, that's definitely on my to playlist. Uh, okay, good. Uh, fish. Uh, in the spirit of originality and trying something new, my number five is Assassin's Creed Origins. I don't know if you've heard of this series before. It's a a little indie series. Uh, it's uh, something about uh, assassins and people from the church and aliens. Rock band. I am 90s. aware of the series. Um, yeah, I don't know. I've never. I, I, assassin's Creed's always been hot and cold with me. Like I hated all of them except for yeah. Brotherhood and what was the fishing one? The one Four. on the boat. Yeah, Black Flag. Black Flag. Black Flag. Uh, Black Flag. Right. Black. That's the, those are the ones. Samezies. Those are the ones that I loved. Um, and then I saw that this one they were doing almost like a Destiny-like loot system and leveling, and I was like, all right, I could, I could probably get behind that. And I did. I put 50-plus hours into that game. Um, the main character is actually enjoyable as opposed Fantastic. to being... Yes. Because like, most of the time, Assassin's Creed main characters are dicks. Like they're, just, like, they're not people you'd want to hang out with. And this dude just is like... Just seems yeah. like a good dude, and uh, they really... I think what really got me is they really kind of respect the setting. Um, there was a, yeah, there was they a, do. There's an interesting article, I think it was on Waypoint, but I can't remember, pointing out, and I think it's I think it's absolutely true, there, when you, traditionally when you see some sort of like thing set in that time period, you kind of have two ways of thinking. You have the people that have the more Western way of thinking where they shun the gods and they kind of like, oh, well, these... 
idiots are you know feeble-minded and they believe in all this magic mumbo jumbo and then you have the the feeble-minded people who just act feeble-minded and um in assassin's creed origin they they treat that they treat that world with such reverence that like you never question the fact that like bake believes in all these gods and like yeah and it becomes part of the vernacular and i don't know it's it it's it's really cool to see that world treated with the respect of like this is what it would have been like in right. whatever 50 bc well, yeah gods and spirituality was very much like just right. crossing through the the air of that time right and his quest itself like going through the assassinations is very faith-based i think mm-hmm. very religious you know the way he kind of tackles each big assassination it's mm-hmm. like some kind of weird limbo just before he gets taken onto the afterlife or right. whatever they're all very well done yeah it, that was that was a really lot of game. the big missions were kind of based around a god or a temple devoted to a god they're right. all over the place it's like it's so baked in there you can't escape it and you just you're into it i really love that game yep so nice. that was my number five okay excellent john hello, hello. so my uh, number five is PUBG. All right. Next. Just right. kidding. Can I? Can I have a? Can I wait? Can I? Can I make a confession? Yeah. I own PUBG. I have not played a single game. Never played it. Mm. Not um, once. That's, that's nothing wrong with that. Not once. It's crap game. Yikes. No, uh, it's um. I, I watched mean, my I, friends play it, and they were sitting in the lobby, and then everyone, the, all the children in the lobby were um. Speaking. Chinese. No, Ooh, not Chinese, but no, you don't but, want lobby sound. Yeah, and I was Ooh. just like, and I was just like, nope, nope, I have no interest in playing this game. No, I don't think I've ever had uh, anything except uh, team chat. Ever. Yeah, no, I'm just not interested. So, uh, have we lost John? No, he just walked off and came back. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Right there. He's like, he's like, Still fish here. is going to take this for me. I'll, t- I'll just, I'll just go to, the, I'll go to the restaurant. Oh, we're good, we're good. He's just handed it off to someone who hasn't played it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Uh, I mean, we've talked about it a lot in the show. Um, it's, you know, it's... Uh, it's PUBG. Uh, it's PUBG. That's, yeah, that's what it is. I, I think the thing that I, I mean, I've really, you know, obviously PUBG is PUBG for me. I've really enjoyed seeing you guys play it, you know, and that's what I said was exciting about it coming to the Xbox is watching you guys get into it and seeing some of the other guys from the other podcast getting into it who haven't played it on PC. It's been neat. Yeah. So why is it in your top five, though? Because it's a a unique experience compared to a lot of the other things that have been out there. Um, Every playthrough is different. Every time you jump in, it's, you know, you could last 95th (laughs) or you could make it all the way to first, right? It's Um, this generation's Counter-Strike. Like, it is is the thing that is going to reform how multiplayer games are made. Everyone next year and the year after is going to have some sort of Battle Royale mode. That's a, that, it. That's a huge you point, too, because I was thinking that the other day. I was having a conversation with a friend, and, like, when you Genre start getting defining. into... When you get into the top ten, just that, like, your heart's racing, the stress is going on, you're getting, you know... And I remember that with Counter-Strike, like, especially if you're, like, the last person left on your team. Like, you, yeah. you're getting that, you're like, this is on me. <laughs> um, right. But then the other side of it is that social aspect. I mean, there's so many times where we've loved you know, playing Halo with friends online and things like that. And it's a new yep. game and a new experience to jump on with, with people online as well. Um, Steve, we just did squad the other night and got our chicken dinner on that. That was awesome. Chicken dinner, bitch. Yep, with, oh, a, so good. with a rando. Um, 
with one render. No, dirty rando. Who we, yeah. we couldn't communicate with him. He just tagged on along with us for the ride. Guess who's coming it. to chicken dinner? <laughs> rando man with no mic. <laughs> but um, there, there's a lot of times where I fire up, I fire up my Xbox to play something like an Assassin's Creed or whatever that I haven't put a lot of time into, and um, and then it just says resume PUBG, and I'm like, eh, I can just push that button. Sure. Just do a quick drop. <laughs> Side note. Did yeah. you see that they released a patch today? They did. Alternate controls, a little bit of attention to rubber banding, slightly better performance, guys. Yeah, but I'm it's just, but it's just a cash better. grab. It's just a cash grab. Those devs, they're not <laughs> whatever. Interested. Yeah, okay. Yeah, whatever. I just wanted to point out if you haven't played it on the Xbox today, there's a patch and everything runs a lot better. Yeah. Do we know how it runs on older Xboxes? Because I'm it sure run- it runs okay. like assholes, <laughs> just as badly as it did before. Like yeah. AIDS. Yeah, <laughs> runs like AIDS. Yeah, I've not. But it's heard, still great. I've not heard. It's I, no, I. Well, listen. When that game launched on PC, it ran like it ran like fucking ass. Yeah, I know. Like, this is true. That was yeah. not a that was not a well optimized game. But that was kind of the kind That's of endeared you to it because it was like, oh, this is like all jank, but man, it's fun. Yeah, well, this I mean, is I wouldn't know because I didn't get past the lobby. But, the, but yeah, it's history repeating itself, and the play, and the Xbox players are now seeing what the P, you know PC players were seeing almost a year ago. In that the, you know that there's a great game in there. It's delivering a, uh, a great experience. It's also delivering a ton of problems. But like Steve says, here comes a patch, and there's another patch, and they will continue. Yep. You know, and and the game's not going anywhere, and there will be new Xboxes, and yep. it's just going to get. And it's coming to PlayStation at some point too. You can guarantee that. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah but and it's just a reminder that Tencent will own us all eventually. Mm. So back to John's choice and why i think you i done? think we finished we sort of did cover that <laughs> all right uh, yeah so yeah good john that good done okay. done done so, so uh, okay so five. uh yep yeah, so uh for me number five uh wolfenstein 2 that's a, that's a good game nice it's not a bad game i i i suffered i i played it and i was extremely not impressed by it when I played it, and I, and it, but it delivered the same. I think the problem was it delivered the exact same Wolfenstein experience that that I I was expecting. That not that the old blood delivered. I think we've had this discussion. The old blood gave us something yeah. a little bit more concentrated and different. And we, I think, we think that's a better game. The, the New Order is a fantastic game. Wolfenstein Two seemed to be more, just more New Order, and and, and for me, it was like. I don't know how much more of this I can take. But when I played it, right. it was great. Runs beautifully. Yep. Looks amazing. Great uh, voices, cutscenes. Uh, it's a little bit on the repetitive side. But, you know, again, it was delivering that Wolfenstein experience. But what changed my mind more than anything else was I got to the end and I finished the game. And then suddenly there was more to do. And there was a hub, you know, which is... we. We definitely hadn't had that before. There was a hub, and you could go around, and you could go revisit missions, and you had to go hunt out commanders, and that would open up this, and you'd get points for this, and da 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 and, and that gave me something to scratch that, you know, in inverted commas, OCDH, and that just capped it right. off. And I was like, yeah, that's that's great. That's great. So, yeah, it was cool. I thought it was pretty good. I'll yeah. piggyback off that, because it's my, it's my number four game. Um, okay. All right. Just to say, uh, I hate playing that game. I don't think it's fun at all. I I the combat in that game is like straight up not fun, and mm-hmm. the combat designs were straight up not fun. Uh, but man, that fucking that story and the way that they 
earn every bit of that fucking story is just incredible. Like the the last cutscene where your wife saves you from an explosion, your pregnant wife saves you from an explosion by tackling you. Her 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 shirt catches fire. She rips it off. She's topless, and there's just blood all over her. And she's just double fisting and just killing Nazis with two giant machine guns. I sat there and I was like, "We got here, and I'm okay with this because of right. everything that led up to it." And I'm just yeah. sitting there going, "How how incredible is it that I'm sitting here watching this ridiculous scene, which is fucking hilarious?" Going, "All right, yeah, sure, right. that makes sense." That's not easy to do either. It's a game right now when you really... And I'm glad you brought that up, Fish. Because, I mean, there was the point at the start where you... I can't remember uh, the names of the characters or whatever. But basically, she chops the head off, right? That guy. Spoiler. Spoiler, right? And then the thing thing stamps on the head or whatever. (laughs) I'm sitting there just going, okay. All right. Okay, good. And when you stop and take a step back, how... Thank you, President Trump. Because if there is no President Trump, I can tell you there would be social groups up in arms about Wolfenstein oh, yeah. 2 right now, right? <laughs> Heats off Wolfenstein 2. You've gone <laughs> under the radar. I don't know. There should be a trigger warning, like about five or six trigger warnings oh, on like, yeah. the first 20 minutes of that entire game. Oh. All kinds of stuff. It makes you shoot a dog in the first fucking... Well, it doesn't make you shoot a dog. Yes. But you have to pull the trigger within the first yep. minute of that game. Five shot minutes of that it. game. Yeah, I did too. Animal cruelty, uh, domestic abuse, beheadings. Oh, uh, you have to choose just, between just, shooting everything. two people. Uh, it's oh my god! Yeah, I did, I did one of those things where I didn't touch anything, hope, hoping that it would just like no, end itself. No. And it doesn't. And it doesn't. <laughs> no, oh, no. it's so good. But man, it plays fucking terribly. I don't. I have no desire to play anymore. I agree. I agree. I didn't really enjoy playing it that much. But I, but it was like. But I kept oh, playing man, it to see gonna... what are they going to do next. What fuck? Where is this right. crazy fucking yeah. uh, car going? Yeah. But like I say, I did enjoy the end when it gave me something more open worldy to start. Mm-hmm. Uh, just to just stuff to do. I you know maybe maybe felt like I was achieving something a little bit more than just randomly murdering everything in sight. So I don't know. Right. Yeah. So it was cool. Uh, right. Steve, you're number four. Ooh. Quattro. Okay. Okay, my number four is Destiny 2. Ooh. What? So, kind of similar to Wolfenstein here. There's good and there's bad with Destiny 2. Destiny 2 broke everything (laughs) that made Destiny 1 good. Broke in a good way Uh, or a... Or a bad no, way. no, in a bad way. No, it's ruined. Um, but <laughs> it, it, the loot system was the the whole the reason for that game. The driver behind that game is the loot, uh, the, the the whole ecosystem of it to make you keep going in to play so you get the things you want so it'll enhance your experience so you can have more fun playing it to get more stuff, etc., etc., etc. They somehow took all of the fun out of that entire ecosystem um, and made everything much easier to acquire much earlier uh, and when you did acquire the, the things that you were, you know, your small goals in that game were when you got them, they didn't really make any noticeable difference to your performance or your power in the game um, Bungie right now is fighting 
um, itself <laughs> in a bag over, you know, balancing PvP and giving people the hero experience, you know, become legend, you know, giving them the hero fantasy in PvE, and they are not doing it. They just cannot figure that out. Um, they figured it out in Destiny 1, but for some reason they scrapped that and decided to start again. Um, so, yeah, that, as far as that goes, it's a colossal failure. See, um, everybody I know who was playing Destiny 2 played it. A lot. I know a lot of people who still sunk a lot of time into Destiny 2, and yes. then suddenly it was over, and I haven't heard of people exactly. since. And that's my point. Destiny 1... Too people were still going back yeah. to that right up to always, Destiny 2. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? There was always a decent reason, good enough to get back in and just do it again, right? Here's, here's my theory for that, though, because they said Destiny 1, that character's going to come over to Destiny 2, and then in the end they're like, well, I mean, just how he looks. <laughs> like, forget all the other right. shit that you well, have in your Well, not even, barely even that, though. Um, his race, yeah, the, the, the yeah, personal facial features stuff, right. that'll carry over. So gear goes out the, out the window so i think um, i think a lot of people destiny one kind of we did their weekly tending of the garden let me do the nightfall strike let me do this and that right to maintain this character because it will carry over to the new one and it didn't and they got right. burned but it was still fun enough to do to right i mean you, you still that, yeah you, right? you still did it but i think and you knew there was always a chance you'd get something that you hadn't gotten yet and you know that kind of thing yeah but i, I think this a lot one, of people stayed away from that this time you finish the story cool yeah. whatever there's nothing compelling to come back every week. Um, There's no reason to go back anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but on the flip side Not of that... Not on my list, by the way. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, Not on mine either. And Destiny, and you and I were Destiny for life, right? So, mm-hmm. on the flip side of all of that negativity, Destiny 2 is still the, the best first-person shooter experience that that exists on a console as far as I'm, con- I'm concerned the whole you know shooting power shoot your gun aim down sight whittling people down headshots that the numbers flying off enemies that is still absolutely fucking gorgeous they've still got that and that works it's still fun to do a thing they just took the purpose away with the other stuff but and and additionally to that the sound design is just phenomenal the music without Marty O'Donnell, surprisingly, is fucking amazing and uh, plays a lot of the old themes and, the, and brings in new themes. Um, and the graphics it's are... It's got good graphics. Good graphics. Fraser, I'll say this. It's got good graphics. I played it. I played the f- opening hour or so of it, you know what, and I, and I was just like, my, uh, nearly crying with how good it looked or how good it run com- compared to other games I have been playing at the time. You know, it was right. like, oh my god, I've forgotten how good games can look. Uh, but I didn't play much more than that. I found it boring. Again, because the purpose wasn't there. Um, yeah, but there's certain... The, there's one world, I can't remember, it's not Nessus, I can't remember the name of it. Uh, it's not Io either. It's the other one. It's the. It looks like a fucking oil painting on your screen. And it's just gorgeous. Um, it's the one where the inverted sp- uh, spire um, uh, strike is on. Uh, I can't remember. It's the one that was so in the is demo. It, is it like a Vex it. one? It's the Vex. It's the main Vex one. It's got a lot of pink. It's got like, those milk waterfalls, and it's gorgeous. 
Um, anyway, that one. There's certain sections, like parts in that game, that just look like an oil painting come to life, or even like an artist's like target render come to life, which is next to impossible to do, and they did it. Mm-hmm. So, technically, and from a gameplay perspective, Destiny 2 definitely belongs in my top five. However, on the other stuff, the actual... The things beyond the immediate gameplay, the purpose, the drive, the soul of that game has been fucking ruined. And that's why it's not number one, because it would have been number one if all of that worked. Uh, but it ain't. It's number four for me. Hmm. Well, it's interesting. I, if, uh, before, just before we move on to Fish, you spoke very highly of Hellblade, which is at five, and you completely disparaged Destiny 2, which is at four, which is just an amazing sort of... Not that I'm saying... That not, not that I'm trying to say that your decision is wrong. I, it speaks to me of... of that game is just it it should have been up there but it's just that's what stands but it's, it's a standout disappointment in a way but it's the gameplay keeps it at number four right okay it's yeah. still an amazing fps yeah still an amazing fps and it's gorgeous and it's just fun to experience yeah. they took all the the, the like sub layer stuff away mm-hmm. they kind of ruined that but everything else as far as the gameplay experience right up there top five yeah for sure uh fish you had wolfenstein 2 Yes. Or anything? Did you want to add to anything? No. John. So my number four is Uncharted: The Lost Legacy. Mm. Big fan of the Uncharted series. Um, I heard that's got good graphics. It's it's got great graphics. Uh, <laughs> it's got graphics. no Nathan Drake, um, but they Drake graphics proved that it's, 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 got, got, Drake, it's got Drake it's got graphics. graphics. <laughs> um, but I think with the story, <laughs> come back, fish. God. Just leave. <laughs> yeah, I did. Um, I think you know the writing was so well done that they proved you don't necessarily need Nathan Drake to be in an Uncharted series. Obviously, there's a lot of other great characters that had great, you know, uh, that were very fleshed out that they could actually make a good backstory and um, you know put a new adventure out there. And of course, there's going to be some nods and, and Easter eggs to everything else, but um, not incredibly long. Um, but it's the only thing I wanted to play until I was done with it. Um, which is always one of those great things when you don't want to play anything else. Something draws you enough to just kind of keep going to that world. Um, and just like all the other Uncharted's, when you're done at the end, you're kind of like, kind of don't want it to be done, though. Mm. So, you know, it's a good one. It's a good, uh, good writing in terms of, like, camaraderie and relationships and things like that. And, uh, of course, just all the, the great things Uncharted brings with adventure and puzzle and, and amazing scenery. So that's my number four. Was it a very long game? Not incredibly long. Maybe seven, eight hours? Not like Uncharted 4 long? No, no, no. It's not, it's not long, long, long. But mm, it's pretty good. Could be, definitely could be worth a dip. Uh, okay, good. 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 Uh, my number four is Resident Evil 7. I right. liked it a lot. Nice. Uh, it's not... As high, I, people speak very highly of Resident Evil Seven, and so they should. It definitely reinvented the series, although that was pretty difficult not to do after the car crash of Six. Um, I personally <laughs> think Three, and we've had this discussion a hundred times. Four and Five are two of my favorite games of all time, let alone Resident Evil games of all time. I, I think Five is a masterpiece. It's not everyone agrees with me. Six was dreadful. Um, Seven took us back or reimagined us to almost the first with with sprinklings of four you know you play you played it and it was an amazing i, I don't even know where to begin i mean you you guys have all played it right 
Yeah. You play it. It looks amazing. It, it's this the perspective of, of putting you in that position of just making you shit your pants is just phenomenal. It's great. And you and you think, am I playing a Resident Evil game? I'm not too sure. And then you start. Then right. it starts to eke out the herbs and the limited ammo and <laughs> opening doors and finding puzzle pieces. And then you realize I'm completely right. playing a Resident Evil game. Um, so so that was great. I just felt and this is this is why it's down on my list so i'm doing a same thing with you and destiny 2 i just as great as it was i just felt it lacked a little bit of content i feel like four and five there was so much to do in there and so much replayability and i just don't feel that that was there with seven it certainly but as a as a, as a game in itself it was an amazing achievement i mean the the characters and the sound and the scenarios and the good graphics were just it's it's phenomenal um did you do any of the dlc i did not actually no no and you've not tried the vr version of that either, well that was you? what i was going to say next i have heard people of people i heard uh, one uh, one podcast i listened to the guys played it all the way through in vr um so i think that maybe that's something for the nah, future I, I i could i'd like to i'd like to, maybe i'm wrong maybe there is way more to do in it and to revisit it i, I i'm not convinced um but it was still great it was still it was still amazing it, it was i i never expected it to be like it was i didn't i don't think, I think I, resident evil at number four is, spec, is uh, respectable for sure oh absolutely i just uh, i just um yeah, I was amazed by it. I really was. It was it was great. I'm so glad I played it. It's definitely it. a good product. I just don't like scary games. Oh. I own it, and I've played some of it. I played very little in VR. My son played it all the way through in VR because he's made of stone. But, like, I just <laughs> I can't do that. I can't do it. Uh, it was the part in the garage with the car. That ridiculous sequence. Right. Like, that's the part I ended up having to play in VR. That was right. insane. That part was insane. <laughs> Yes, it was. And I didn't realize there were so many ways that could turn out, too. Yeah. yeah. Like, at some point, he can get in the car and run you over. That's what he did to me. You don't want him to do. No. Yeah, I think I think I need to revisit it. Maybe I'm, I might be a little bit harsh. Maybe I should have given it more time. Maybe there is more to it than I think. I don't know. Somebody might correct me. But, uh, yeah, it was fan- I, It was good. It was great. There's a couple of... It's definitely a, a, did a, a triumphant return, for sure. Yeah, I did one of the DLCs. I know there's a couple more that came out that I haven't tried yet. With uh, Chris Redfield and stuff like that, but um, really? Oh Jesus! I, didn't know that. Yeah. I did one. Um, what was the What was the lady's name? Why well, can't I think of her name? Jenny. No, the, oh, the, I don't know. The, the, the <laughs> creepy lady, the uh, one of the boss ladies. Oh gosh, I don't miss the wife. Who's gonna whatever, remember? Who's gonna remember that? Come on, you never, you never know. Mrs. Hoover, Janky Granny, Janky <laughs> Granny, Janky Granny. But um. Never forget Jenny. The, right? One of the DLCs in that is you're... It's a standalone thing. You're, you're sort of a, a prisoner in a bed. And you have to try to find a way to... It's a basically escape the room. But you, you need to... She'll hear you at some point And you need to put everything back the way it was before you get back in the bed or she'll know. And then I think you have like three tries before she ends up killing you if you, if you don't do it right. But um, that, that was a really good DLC. And it's really just... It's just another point of view of somebody... A victim of the house, basically. Right. But Yeah, cool. Which yeah. is a good one. Oh, nice. All right. Oh, we got a visitor. Yeah, she's still awake. Hello. <laughs> Bless. Uh, that there yes. she is. Hello. She looks worried. Oh, look at that. <laughs> <Pop it>. <laughs> 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 
Sorry, I'm just waiting. Uh, good radio. Uh, okay, let's it is move. Great um, <laughs> yes, Steve, number three. Yes, sir. Ooh, it's PUBG. <gasps> Ooh, don't mind if I do, sir. <laughs> For all of the reasons that have already been discussed, um, I was hesitant. I'm always hesitant when there's like, oh, it's a great, it's the new craze, and you can see the craze building. Basically, it's whatever Polygon wants to invest all of their time and effort into. It's like, okay, this is going to be the next big thing, and Polygon basically became the PUBG site, PUBG fan site, really. Um, so, yeah, I, once you drew me in, phrase with with your talk, <laughs> then I was. Okay, fine. Once it hit the Xbox, and you know, I gave it a chance. Xbox One OG Xbox One experience is fucking awful. It's just the worst. It is shit on wheels. Like, that's borderline unplayable. Really has no business being released, even as an early access, in my opinion. Um, Xbox... I actually went out and bought an Xbox One X. So that I could... Could be different with these last couple of patches, though. I don't think so, dude. I don't... (laughs) The changes on the Xbox One X are minor enough to where I can shoot people with the pistol, but it's still framey. And I don't think that's going to roll down to the original Xbox One in a favorable way in so much as like, oh, now it's a a decent game. We're not there yet. Um, But yeah, so like as we've discussed before, the magic in this game is 100 players... In a sandbox environment. That's it. Um, perfect distribution of players' method. Airplane flies over the island. Everyone bails out, and you can land anywhere. Perfect. From that point on, there are a billion variables that can play out from point to point to point, from player to player to player, to kind of, and it creates a very unique experience almost every single time. And that on it, the players bring the game. That's it. It's the, the tools have been tuned and provided to the players in exactly the right way to provide the so that players can bring the game to it. And that's that's the beauty of any good multiplayer game is the players bring the game. And that's exactly what's going on with PUBG. I love that kind of just emergent gameplay. I love it. And um, that's that's why I'm all in for PUBG. Still, it's janky as fuck. Technically, it can do a hell of a lot better than it's doing. I don't care if there's 100 players on there. There's a hell of a lot of client-server tricks they can work out to smooth that shit out. And the rendering engine is horse shit. I don't care what anybody says. <laughs> Throw it in Unreal and watch it run it at 60 on an Xbox One X. I don't care. Armor 2, Armor 3, they've always been horse shit engines. All of them. They've never been good. Get off at of Armor, get onto Unreal, and start giving us what we deserve um, for our $30, Steve, $40. That's Steve, all I'm saying. Steve, yeah. Steve. It's, don't say it, it's on it, Unreal. It's on Unreal. Shh, shh, That's why they're so upset about the Fortnite thing. Really? Yeah, because it's on Unreal. But but it should be running better if it's on Unreal. It's got it's got okay graphics. Uh, it's <laughs> it's that's the trouble. It it's, will. It'll get there. It's getting better. It'll get better and better. It can, and better. It's not going away anyway. No, it's not. And but that's a testament to it because it's not like they're bringing it. It's like we were talking about before. This, if you just walk in the room when someone's playing PUBG and you look at the screen, you go, "Ah, oh, that's so uh, that's uh, you know, 
Lancashire rolling countryside or something like with a dude in vest and jeans running through. There's nothing uniquely identifiable about PUBG. It's the experience that's there, right? Mm -hmm. So even when it's like a very tame, vanilla, real world, shitty Eastern block, I don't know, like countryside game, it's still extremely compelling. Going to shitty farmhouse to shitty hut to shitty house is amazing. And it's because of the experience. Yeah. So it's, it's, is that it's, one of those countries? It is. <laughs> John's being political. It's being political. No, it's just a question. All right. It's, yeah, it's, it's a political question. Okay, well, it's PUBG. <laughs> so That's PUBG. PUBG's my number three. That's okay. the answer. Yes. Nice. Good job. Uh, okay, Fish, number three. Uh, my number three. Sorry, I was trying to keep score here uh my number three is prey uh which is a fantastic game uh one of the few games that uh made me stop playing world of warcraft for an extended amount of time so it's got to be good for something um it's uh it's kind of what i've always wanted from like a system shock like where the rough edges of system shock 2 were kind of uh, like smoothed over but not smoothed over as much as they were in bioshock um and it's got a good story. It's got good. It's a. It's a nice. It's a. It's like a well put together world. Um, I really, really enjoyed Prey, and um, I'm sorry that it didn't do as well as it did. But I guess uh, it's telling that I can't really tell you much more about it because it's just good. It's fun to play. I heard a game of the year show last night, and they said Prey should, could have been higher on their list if it had continued in the sort of final third of what it had done in the first two thirds and that it somehow changed its momentum i don't know whether you found that or i i think that there's a couple things that you can do to undermine what play prey is trying to do using the game system itself games systems themselves but uh like you can um the way that you get powers and you upgrade your abilities is through um I can't remember what they're called, nano something. And they're just, they're items in the game and you can fabricate them. And if you um, do a, a, like a pretty easy duplication trick, you can make an infinite amount of those. So then you can have all the powers really early in the game. And then that breaks some of the stuff. It's one of those games where they've, they've built it. They've given you all this ability to do all these crazy things, but they've assumed that you're not going to. Like, they've assumed that you're not going to break these systems, that these systems will hold throughout the game. And as you get further and further along and become more and more powerful, those systems do start to break down. Um, by the end of the game, you're, you're, you're basically invincible. Um, so I could see that being a problem. Um, but I don't know. I just I, I really had a good time with that game. I liked the music a lot. I liked the story a lot. Uh, the, it felt good to play. Like I said, it just didn't have that jank that System Shock did. It's still jankier than, than than Bioshock, but it didn't have that System Shock 2 jank. Um, it's just a lot of fun. Hmm. Yeah, I'd like to play it. It's quick. I played the demo, and it didn't grab me. No, and no, and I, I I think that you have to sit with it, and I think you, I think you have to kind of want those type of games. Like I I don't make any excuses for it because I don't think that it's particularly amazing. As a game, I just really enjoyed it, you know. There's two people there who said they tried the demo and didn't think much of it. Do you think that demo, that's a prime example of a demo, of releasing a demo and it being detrimental? Yeah, maybe. I mean, did you guys play it on PS4, the demo? 
I think it was on PS4 that I played it. The PS4 it was when, once they fixed it, though. Oh, it had Because at first, okay. they released a shitty version, and then they yeah. fixed it. I played it when they fixed it. Um, I, t- I'm not sure if I'm a good test subject for this one, just purely because um, I was a really... I was, like, the only person <laughs> in America that really, really, really liked the original Prey... On the 360. No, you were not the only. There are plenty. There are pl- there are dozens of us. Dozens. That's, oh, so you're a fan. Oh, Dude, I, love, I yeah. loved the hell. That's a good game. Out of prey. That was a, that was a dumb game, but it was good. It was. It just did everything right. Right, you just get sucked out of that bar at the beginning, mm-hmm. and it's just a crazy ass ride with a sinister overtones and, and cool, interesting mechanics with mm-hmm. sizes and shapes and dimensions mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, yeah, and this one I was looking for something. I liked the the reveal right. in the demo. The whole smash a window. Oh, right. that one. Um, but after, once I got through there, I was like, oh, this is crazy. I'm like behind the scenes or whatever. Mm-hmm. But then it turned into a loud noise surprise you festival when those black things came around, those weird spidery things. Right. Um, and I didn't seem to have a good way of dealing with them apart from to panic and just do press right. buttons. And right. that just didn't, it just wasn't, it didn't feel right to me. Yeah, the, the but, combat learning curve is pretty steep. And then it, uh, and, right. then it and then to, to your credit, it levels off to this point where it's like everything becomes trivial. Like it goes right. up, 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 and then like levels off and never... Like you just you you outpace it uh, with your skills right. and stuff. Oh, as well as that, it felt like once I'd gotten through there and you go into like the big atrium areas where you can see into space, that kind of thing. Then it suddenly f- felt an awful lot like a Bioshock game, but without mm-hmm. right, without something without this without the without the set dressing and world that Bioshock created. Like uh, for for everything that uh, that I think that Bioshock doesn't do well, uh, it is a great story and it's a great world that they create and you buy fantastic into that setting world. for sure. Yes, for sure. Okay, all right, cool. Uh, okay, John, number three. Uh, my number three is Zelda: Breath of the Wild. Ooh, Ooh. Zelda, Zelda. Nintendi. I was wondering how long that would take to appear. Yeah, I um, it's a great game. I mean, it's um, it's it's a massive world, of course. It's a lot of adventure and figuring things out. You know, it does it, it is a, a big world of a lot of nothing for a while because you have to travel quite a bit to get to some of the things you need to do. Um, but once you start doing those things, uh, those experiences are awesome. Um, Steve, I know you had an issue with breaking weapons. <laughs> and, and I still have it. an issue with breaking weapons. Yeah. But there's a there's a point where you can get past mm-hmm. that and and it becomes a non-issue, um, and it's great. It's it's you know the the adventures there, um, the the cool ways where you can you know equip different gear for different environments and different um, even types of weather and things like that. I just you know it's it's a it's just a, a fun immersive you know experience on the Switch to jump into. Um, of course, on the Switch it's fun just to kind of be able to play that anywhere too you don't have to sit at the tv you can lay in bed and play that game um that's more of a testament to switch than anything else but um but yeah i mean you know just repeating everything that's ever been said about breath of the wild but that's my number three you play a lot of zelda games john um it's been a while but played a lot of this one how does it rank what was the last one you played uh i don't know how qualified are you to name zelda as your number three <laughs> I enjoy it. I enjoy it. 
It's the best. It's the best Zelda game. It's the best one. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I heard somebody say that. It, that, that I've heard somebody say it's not just the best Zelda game they've ever played, but possibly the best game they've ever played. Well, so, you know, but it's I've get, heard that not too. I, you know obviously that's subjective, but people are saying that, which is yeah. an amazing. You know, that's amazing. So, yeah. Okay, Zelda. Zerder. Uh, I've got nothing but bad things to say about it, so I'm not going to say that. <laughs> Uh, my number three is Horizon Zero Dawn. Oh, which, my wife is playing that right now. Yes, nice. it is a good game. Um, it's more up on my list. I didn't finish it, caveat. I didn't finish it, uh, but there is no way that I could walk away. I basically, I think I was sick, and I and I sat and I binged it. I was at home for a day or two, and I just binged and binged. I think I just, I think I just made myself sick of it. But I'm not dumb enough to walk away from it and say it was, I'm not enjoying it anymore, so it must be bad. I I thoroughly enjoyed what I played of it. It looks amazing. That the characters were great. Um, the combat was cool. And then later on, once I started hunting things in the map. You know, I could have been doing that for days. Um, so I do recognize in it that it was just a tremendous game. And I really do, at some point, look forward to going back and playing it again. It was just... Uh, and, and it was fresh as well. You know, it was a new IP. Um, maybe it's not something that, you know, we've seen things like it before. Maybe a little bit like it. But it was different enough. You know what I mean? So It was definitely a... a, a- a strong comeback for Gorilla after Killzone, for sure. Different enough, vibrant enough, kind of a it had flagship color. title for the PS4. A lot of color. Yes. <laughs> Anti-Gorilla, very much. Um, it's a very good game. Ultimately, it didn't grab me the way I wanted it to, but God damn it, that, that game looks great. It's got a very deep uh, set of mechanics for upgrading things and everything else. And and I think I talked about this at the time. It ha- it really does. Um, it works wonders on the story from a from the point of view of selling you a matriarchal society without you even noticing. Kind of like it's everything. Like the women have the power. All of the gods are female in nature. Anytime a, a, a creature of any type is referenced, it's always a she and not a he. Like, everything about that, the the narrative and the world in that game is based on matriarchal uh, leaders, not patriarchal. And that, the fact that they did that without, I mean, it was enough for me to notice. And I was like, this is really well done. You know, females are the ones that run it. Males are more subservient. You know what I mean? Um the way that they sold the nuances of that type of societal arrangement without it being too, you know, girl power on the nose, it was just done very naturally. It, it, I, my hat's off to them. I think they did a very good job with selling that kind of world without I, it feeling like they were fabricating something deliberately. I really liked killing things. Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> <Bow and arrow. laughs> 
My favorite. I no. I I played. Uh, I didn't. I didn't. You know what? I didn't notice any of that. Funny enough, but there you go. Uh, That's how subtle it was. Yeah, well, there you go. Um, but I know there was one bit where I came. I had obviously wandered off the chosen path, and I had come across animals that were way above my pay grade. I mean, miles above my pay that grade. Happened to me a lot when I. But <laughs> it allowed me to go up onto a cliff take pot shots and just chip 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 away at them they would come and try and attack me i'd run and hide and come chip 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 until i took took them down and you know it was just i felt like i had done something outside of what i was meant to do but it the game had no issues with me doing that you know it was it was cool it was really good really good so there we go horizon zero dawn uh very good Oh, we're, we're cracking through. Right, okay, we're at number three. That's our number three's done. Uh, we did say we would interject with a disappointment of mm, Before we do that, can I ask John? John, I'm trying to keep score. Uh, your five was PUBG. Your three was Zelda. What was your four? Uh, Uncharted Lost Legacy. Uncharted Lost Legacy. Thank you. Uh, carry oh, on with yeah. the uh, the, uh, we'll, the programming. We'll be comparing, that's good. We'll be comparing notes, Fish, because I've got the score running here too. So. Oh, I didn't realize you were doing I also good. have okay. that, but I don't have names attached. I just have points assigned <laughs> to the games as they're being mentioned. Yeah, that's so how good. I have so it too. Good. We'll compare numbers. Excellent. Again, so. Good, good. Nice. Good Very work. Good. Excellent work, everyone. Redundancy. Yes. Good job, team. Uh, okay, so biggest disappointments. Let's go round, background, counterclockwise this time. John, anything disappointing for you in the whole Battlefront 2 loot box kerfuffle? Well, I guess yeah, that could that could certainly if you were. <laughs> you guys are Star Wars nerds, right? So I guess that maybe hurt you a little bit more than it hurt some of us. Yeah, um, I mean, I guess yeah. I, I guess in a couple ways. I mean, one, I think just the way it was handled. Um, but the other side of it too is, I, I think anything like that should be cosmetic. It shouldn't be something that necessarily gives you an up in the game. You know, people. I, I know a loot box could be a random thing, but someone who has mommy and daddy's credit card and they get $200 worth of loot boxes, they're probably going to go into a game same rank as you, but for some reason it takes only one hit to kill you and you have the same loadout and it takes four to kill them. right? So things like right. that which are an issue in terms of balancing the game. Um, but also I just kind of feel like the sheer irresponsibility with um, the rights to the IP. right? They're, they're yeah. trying to overcapitalize on the fact that they got the okay to make a Star Wars game and take it a step too far. And um, I think, you know, the fact that... A couple that, of steps too far. The fact that Do you think they took it too far, though? Do you not think they, they were just the unlucky ones, the final straw that broke the camel's back and it was EA? Because it's not as though this stuff hasn't been done in other games and we've been, you know, getting nickel and dimed for whatever reason, whether it's right or wrong, because, develop, you know, these AAA games have to make money. Um... <clears throat> But they would, well, it's a Star Wars IP. Is, they will make money. They don't. They're, they're trying to bite off more than yeah, they can chew. I and think the thing when, with when Bob Iger calls them and says you need to fix this. Yeah, wrap that shit up. Uh, yeah, yeah but far. he wasn't calling because he didn't agree with loot boxes. He was yeah, agreeing. He, he, he was, he was calling going. because right. it was a PR shitstorm. So that's well, you know. See, I honestly think though that like the problem isn't the loot boxes. The problem is the loot boxes are predatory. Like they are straight up like you have. They just pay to win, and like that is. And not even pay to win, but pay to play the game that you bought. Uh, and I think that that is where you have to kind of draw the line. Because, you know, PUBG's got loot boxes. A lot of games have loot boxes. And yeah. they suck. But, like, there's nothing that's, like, stopping you. And where the Star Wars loot box system made it so, like, you couldn't unlock the content that you purchased with the game 
Like, you know, you couldn't unlock those heroes unless you had a certain amount of, uh, I don't don't even, I'm not going to pretend to know how that worked, because I... Oh, well, that was it, it, wasn't it? Because they were saying it was 60 hours or something, but the, but but it went out to the... Skywalker. But it went out to the press, and they were given special versions where it was only did, 20 hours or something did you call him that, did you call him loot skywalker because that's pretty good oh, <laughs> that i did loot, loot skywalker is pretty good loot, loot skywalker well, there's a there's a um a journalist from polygon who bought the game and also did another hundred dollars in loot boxes and still didn't have all the content all the heroes right right that's that came with his well, version of I the guess, game yes like that's the like that it's not like it's not like the they were extra like they were things that were part of his game and he had and he didn't have them it was just it's garbage yeah yeah. Well, the reason that the EA gets such a bad rapper over this, and the reason that this one blew up in particular, is because this one exemplified the absolute epitome of the behavior that EA has been dis- like displaying with their biggest triple A's down the line. We've gotten to the point now where this is the most barefaced uh, objectification of the player's wallet, like. They, it's okay to have a game with an experience system and a, like a weird kind of currency that you get for playing it that you can then go and get extras or like kind of rice up your dude a little bit or whatever. But what they did with Battlefront 2, very specifically, they crammed in a mechanic, this loot box mechanic, in such a way as that it completely disrupted the regular in-game currency. Like, it completely devalued and changed the value of everything that it sh- that should have been there for either free or you know unlock after a couple of hours or do a couple of special things it's like in order to set items and prices for like or, or goals or hours invested into certain items because they wanted to make them more uh, desirable and yet more lucrative for them, they had to completely fuck around with the in-game economy as it was already. And Destiny 2 was the same way. Now, it's like, if you provide content and then shove half of it like behind a in-game salesman behind a desk or whatever but then give people like a little bit of a oh you can get tokens to go and get shit from him for free but you can't get everything that's there it's just a mechanic to lead you to the guy that's going to sell you shit for real money and that's exactly what they were doing here except they just took out the middleman and they said oh you want to play with luke skywalker sorry you're gonna have to sit there and play boring shit and grind for six sixty human hours in order to just get Luke Skywalker, and then you've got Leia, Han Solo, uh, Darth Vader. That's another 60, 120, you know, keep going. Mm. No one realistically has any kind of, anything near that kind of time to put in a, a hobby, right? Any kind of pastime or entertainment. And so they knew that the only way that the majority of the people that were gunning for Luke Skywalker and Darth Vader would be to spend real money. And so they, comp- they, they. That's why EA is getting such a bad rap. Yeah. That's why okay. BF2 has got a steaming pile of shit on it. Did anyone buy it? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you traitor. Totally did. Oh come hey, on. This is before all this came out. Man. Oh, give yeah, it out. No, it's not. It came out. The, that that stuff all dropped the night before that that game yeah, came out. That was before. To yeah, be fair, I just wanted to play the campaign, though. I didn't really care about the online yeah. stuff and loot boxes. You bought it, too, yeah, John? The campaign was a fucking disappointment. You bought it, John? 
I, don't, I, I think it's one of those things too where EA just, I mean, everyone sees the success of Overwatch. Sorry, boxes. I didn't. Hear, I didn't hear the answer. Did you buy it, John? Yeah, yeah. I just want to play the campaign. Oh, though. for goodness sake! <laughs> I, I actually, I didn't fully appreciate the, the the essentialness of some of the items they were locking behind shit right, at the time. Right. Um, and, and that that's what that's what kind of got me. Have you bought an EA game since? And I'll tell so. you what, when Anthem swings around in 2018, I'm not going to buy that motherfucker either. Yeah. As much as it looks great, yeah, we'll see. I'm not, I'm not uh, going to do that we'll, again. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see, we'll, see both, see we'll see both whether or not you buy it and whether or not it comes out in 2018. Because I have, I have, <laughs> I have doubts about both of those things. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, Fish disappointment for 2017. Uh, I feel like Steve should go because I'm going to. St- otherwise, I don't want to leave Steve without his. Because uh, I have a backup in case Steve okay. takes mine. So go All with right, Steve. Dave. Oh, okay. Um, Zelda Breath of the Wild. <laughs> okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> we could see that coming in I didn't. Lives. Oh, I didn't see that. This is Ooh. this was a this is a personal disappointment for me. I know I'm going against the masses, and I know everyone loves the I shit out of this game. I don't think you are going against I the masses. That. Sorry, I'm going to just give you an out, a little bit of an out here. I don't think you are. I remember when everyone was reviewing this game, when it first came out, you were not a silent voice of people who were getting a bit fucked off with their swords breaking. I mean, that's what it comes down right. to, doesn't it? Right? Swords well, breaking. That's, that's only part of it. That's only part of it, because, I mean, the, the weapon durability, like, ultimately, oh, yeah, you can get over that, and, yeah, you'll, everything but that you, you never did something else, and that's fine. No, I mean, the thing is, on the Wii U version, I put in 20 hours on this game. Then I got a Switch and got it again to give it another chance, and I've put another 15 hours on this game. I've given it a lot of time. So you bought it twice. Right? And I bought it twice. They've got my money twice, dude. And yet it's on your biggest I've... disappointment. <laughs> yeah. I just because remind so, the, Steve, Steve Pendleberry is well, my biggest disappointment of 2018. <laughs> <laughs> Battlefront Battle 2 was all did you buy it? How dare you? How dare you? Hundreds of dollars on loot boxes anyway, guy. Did you Hi. buy any loot boxes in Battlefront 2? I don't own Battlefront 2. I bought a lot. I listen, no. I buy a lot of loot boxes in Overwatch. Um, this question is I'm, neither I'm directed to Fish nor John. I didn't buy anything in Battlefront 2. Okay, just checking. At all. Um, my number one game, I spent a lot of DLC on, but we'll get to that later. Um, yeah, the, the the thing with this Zelda game, and I, I really want to love it. I really, really, really desperately want to like this game. I have tried for 35 fucking hours over two systems to love this game. I cannot. It's It's beyond me. Whatever the magic is, it's not speaking to me. This game, from my perspective, and I know this is just my perspective, but everything about this game is about keeping me away from the things that I find fun. Ignore the fact that this is the least Zelda-feeling Zelda game there has ever been. I can get over that if they've, you know, if they give you everything else on that whole emergent gameplay, like, weird physics universe thing that everyone goes crazy about. You can do things you never thought possible. That's great. That's cool. But if I can't climb up a little bit of a mountain because I don't have enough fucking stamina, I don't have enough stamina to run 20 fucking feet... 
and then I can't swim. Technically, it's sprinting. We all get exhausted ten- if you sprint for too long. <laughs> 20... Dude, like... Yeah, it's realistic, 20, Stephen. Jesus 20 Christ. feet! In real life, could you sprint feet. for 20 meters? Yes. Can you climb a, a rock face while it's raining? But I wouldn't be... I wouldn't, like, stop dead and then just basically be in incapable of pulling a sword out or doing anything else. Why I have to cook food? You're at a cramp. Right. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't cook. I didn't cook any food. Uh, I, I beat that uh, game. How you beat the game without cooking food? Without cooking cook food. food. How did you go? How did you get through the frozen parts without warming your cockles with some warming soup? Well, I guess you have to warm it. You have to do it the once to, to, for the for the cooking. Right. But that's just like that's the that, beginning that part. That's the beginning plateau. As soon as you jump off that, you can you can go do the water place first, and you get something that gives you frost resistance. There you go. So I can go and go to the water place. Just, yeah. I can just go to the water place. Yeah, just go to the water place. Right. Your Where's problems? the water place? It's to I the right. I have played Zelda, and I'm dying to play it. Because that's the beauty of it, Steve, I don't you can know, go wherever think, you want. I you think, figure yeah, out. but the thing is, that's what I did, John. I went everywhere the fuck I wanted, and I got my shit pushed back in absolutely everywhere. I Every think that single may... monster is ten times better than me. I'm fighting fucking ogres with sticks and skeleton arms. Don't, this don't might be a reflection. Over. This might be a reflection on it's, you. It's it might be. <laughs> <it's a game. laughs> I went everywhere and couldn't get anything done. But that's <laughs> that's the trouble, right? It's like no matter where I went in that game, it's like okay, fine, I'll strike out in this direction. Oh, but you can't go that direction because the map's not filled in properly yet. I'm trying to get over here so I can fill in that fucking part of the map. Right? I'm trying to get the big tower. Can't get to the tower. Why? Because I go through this area and there's a big fog thing and it starts raining just as I'm trying to climb up a rock. So it deliberately doesn't want me to climb up the rock because I slipped down. That okay, almost fine. though in a uh, roundabout way sounds like every Zelda game I've played where it's like I know I need to go. God knows where that sword is that I need. I have no idea. I remember seeing a door somewhere three hours later I'm trudging through a desert trying to find some hidden cavern door that I think I right. saw. But Is then- it fun? I guess I, those would, are the I games. was having fun. Those Did you first have the, have the mindset to, I need to make sure I have eight different bowls of food for <laughs> any kind of circumstance I might need them? And then it's a choice between... Should I, You start with three stars, right? Anything can destroy you in... Sorry, three hearts. hearts. Anything can kill you in three hearts, right? Anything at all, you can fall over and kill yourself. It's just three hearts, right? I saw that game over screen more than, than, than any other fucking Zelda game I've ever played. And then you, you've got to do these things to get I can't even remember what they're called like soul balls or orbs or whatever. And then you can kind of, you can, okay, do you want to get more stamina, which is a bullshit fucking economy anyway, or do you want more health? Oh, okay, all right, well, first tip, first playthrough on the Wii U. I'll just get more health because I need to be more resilient because everything is killing me. But then, of course, I can't run away from anything for more than five seconds because I get winded. So, like, then it, you know, it. and then I spoke to you, Fish, and you were like, nah, forget the hearts, put, put it all in, in stamina. So Because then, you know, you're mobile, you can glide everywhere, you can climb everywhere, you can run everywhere, swim everywhere. Perfect. But then I'm st- basically I'm running around and climbing and s- sliding, avoiding things because I have three hearts. <laughs> it's like it, it. Everything I try to do, it's like I want to explore, right? I want to explore. I want to fight. I want to discover things. 
and I just want to have adventures. Well, and I am you can so have those down in that game, cooking food, ru- getting out of breath. Food. Like, <laughs> <laughs> just, just, don't worry, just, don't worry. Just, because when they release anyway. the next Switch, you can buy it again and have another go. They, anytime, I'll buy it every time. <laughs> just And I'll try it again. Can you just say one of your game. copies? Uh, I know okay. it's a good game. I just don't like it. All right, I'm sure we're going to get an alternative view. I've just a little feeling in my gut thing. I think we might get an alternative view of the game. I don't know what it is. Uh, <laughs> did I did I do a disappointment? I can't remember. No, it's you and me left. Uh, shall I, I'll tell you what. I'll go because you, and and uh, just quickly, my biggest disappointment uh, was actually I, I was PUBG on the Xbox. Um, <laughs> simply because it just runs like such a janky pile of crap. Uh, it's I don't know. I just I would I would like to I would like to. It's my it's my biggest disappointment. Is it I just it just runs like shit. It just. We still play it. it. I still play. It. <laughs> See, we all hit. We all have the things we are disappointed by. Yeah. Yeah, I, I do. I don't know. There's no more to, nothing more to say. I wished it, I wished it ran better. I wish it ran better. Ran better. I, I wish I could there. speak English. Yeah, really. Uh, I, 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 yeah, so whatever. I just I, mainly because I think it, it it's given a, an out to a lot of people who who are just like poop who will poo poo it. I, you guys haven't, and many of the other guys I know have stuck with it and got the experience, which is great. I think it's just you know like I have other other gaming fringe friends who are still very good friends but aren't quite hard, as hardcore as we are and they immediately see everybody slating it and go well I'm not going to buy that it's crap apparently it's crap or they'll try it once and it's janky and they're not sticking with it and it's not really I guess it's just it's not very it, it hasn't made it very accessible on the Xbox as, right. as I would have liked for some people so I, I just I wish it would that. ran better so that's that's it that's it fish I have to dig into the EA box here and figure out which one I want to. You know, I'll do I'll do Mass Effect because I think that this is uh, Mass Effect Two is my favorite game of all time. Mass Effect is my favorite world of all time. They released a Mass Effect game this year that I didn't even want to play, and now they are not going to make another Mass Effect game because it was so bad. I think that's fucking incredible that you could you could completely destroy a franchise that is absolutely beloved and not like beloved in like a niche. Oh, System Shock 2, or, you know, like, The Witcher, or shit like that. Like, there are people... When I go around and I wear my fucking N7 hoodie, people are like, fuck Mass Effect. Yeah. I love Mass Effect. I, was- I saw... I was driving to work yesterday, and I saw a girl cross the road. She had an N7 hat. And I went, Dude, that's a Mass Effect hat. I, so, I we like, went I to Iceland know. this year, and I... At the fucking... The, there's a... Steve, there's a-, there's a joke there, right? Sorry, sorry, I gotta say it. Did you pick up any frozen sausages? Because... <laughs> <laughs> Because Steve and I both know that there's a shop in in England called Iceland. So when you say I went to Iceland, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, that's all right. That's all right. Uh, no, but I went to Iceland. It's, it's and it's no hanging fruit, and it Frozen, will have no, been, all, and all anybody who's English listening will have had bottle of Vinto, <laughs> low hanging sausages, low hanging sausages, um, Iceland. So there's a there's this big tourist trap there called Blue Lagoon, which is this big like. Uh, what do they call it when the water's hot because of the earth? Springs. Oh, it's that. a spa thing, like a yeah, yeah, like a natural, yes, whatever, volcanic yeah. bullshit thing, and like you yes. know, and it's Iceland, hot so spring. everyone there, yeah, sure, yes, hot spring, hot spring. Uh, everyone there is like you know, uh, fucking like six pack or like be- incredibly beautiful, and like I walk up to the desk and the girl behind the counter is like, oh, I love Mass Effect. 
And I was like, are you fucking kidding me yeah. right now? Like, it was like, it was one of those things where yeah. it's like, I, of all the places in the world to get, like, like, oh, I love Mass Effect 2, the Blue Lagoon in Iceland was uh, the bottom of my list. <laughs> Everyone loves that game, and yeah. EA fucking killed it this year. They killed, like, they killed a franchise that was literally just something that they had to put, all they had to do was put out something half decent every two years, and they could have just kept milking that cow, and they fucked up. Oh. Fuck you, EA. I they had, they had a good opportunity it... to strike out Fresh Leaf, but they just went in a really weird they, Fresh Leaf uh, direction. I, I didn't them. play it, so from an outsider looking in, all I saw was it got released, and then we had all those hilarious videos where everyone was saying how janky it was right. or whatever like that. And then, uh, then I had loads of people would say, I'm really enjoying it, and I've put hundreds of hours into it. So so what was it? Was it the jankiness? At the I didn't start, play it. Or was it I just straight up oh. didn't play it. Like I, I, oh, I, I heard everything I bad about it and was like, oh, well, then I'm not going to even bother. Because like, I was on the fence after... To be fair, I was on the fence after Mass Effect 3. I think Mass Effect 3 is a particularly bad game. Um, but that's just because I love Mass Effect 2 so much, and I think it pisses away a lot of the good stuff that Mass Effect 2 did. So I was already kind of like, oh, I'm not sure I'm going to want to play this new game that's not even done by the fucking Mass Effect team. Yeah. Um, and you could you could feel it, too. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I've heard. I Everyone... Everyone who loves Mass Effect, um, who I know in the in, in like uh, you know uh, on websites, you know like Brad Shoemaker at Giant Bomb loves Mass Effect and like couldn't couldn't fathom how they fucked it up as badly as they did. And he hates the game, so I was just like, I have no reason to play this game. A lot of what made Mass Effect, we'll go off two since that's the that's the true benchmark, right? A lot of what made Mass Effect two really magical was. The story propelled through the amazing characters. Right. And just that... the cinematic, like, kind of framing of all of it made it seem huge and just really important and epic and amazing. And the characters sold it all, right? Right. And some of them, they introduced you to characters that were new for, the, for that, for that uh, episode, for that game. But, like, that you'd, you know, some of them you'd knew in the first one and they came back, Shepard being the main one. Um, and that's why that's why they did so much cashing in fan servicing in in, in uh, Mass Effect Three with all the characters coming back right. and all that stuff. Right. Because they were everyone loved those characters. Now what they did with Andromeda is they had the opportunity to start fresh. They had a whole idea based around the, everything the the drama, the tension, the the emergency at the beginning, and how everyone ends up on this these places and the calamity that sets the game off is only powerful if you're attached to the protagonist right and it was a nobody boring ass motherfucker dude and or his sister and they were so it was basically do you want to be a man or a woman and you whichever you picked your brother or sister would be in the cryo tubes that's basically how that worked um and you just didn't care about him they weren't. They didn't sell a problem. They they were running around as though and interacting, and it was as though they'd gone through four episodes of this and they'd earned it. But they, there was as as an intro, none of these people were likable. This was the first thing you're learning about these people, and it, they just every one of them hit a bad note. And the fact that like that the quests were very dull, very dull. The enemies weren't that interesting. The it's just, everything about it was just lesser 
for some reason. And I think the soul wasn't there. I think, you know, they were handed a lot of, a lot of that that like soft, oh yeah, kind of elements that just weren't there. They were, but they were handed they were handed a, a universe that was so thoughtfully and intelligently laid out with races and species and like everything fucking made sense in a way that I don't think that there's very few pieces of of fiction that I've ever encountered where it made as much sense as the Mass Effect universe. And they just like, they were like, nope, we're not going to use any of that. We're going to build our own. It's like, I get wanting to put your own mark on something. Like I get that, but you have something that is maybe the best that's ever been. And you're just going to throw that away. I would have played a fucking game that was literally a fucking building simulator where it was me and the it was the quarians and the geth rebuilding fucking the quarian homeworld. I would have played that game and loved every minute of it. Because right. that's a that's a that's a storyline I'm invested in. There's all these storylines that I'm invested in in that game and they didn't do anything with this new and it's just oh. Oh. Fuck you, EA. <laughs> I threw I'm throwing Again. look at it. I'm so Seriously? angry. Seriously. I'm so angry. I hate to say it, but seriously, oh. fuck EA. See this fidget spinner? I, it has lights, and I'm throwing it away because fuck EA. <laughs> now I gotta pick it back up and turn off the lights, otherwise I'm gonna go blind. It's powerful stuff. Okay, all right, time for everyone to. It's out with the bad, back yeah. in with the good, okay? And then out with the good. It's good. So we're back in, we're in for the final stretch here. Uh, you can see John there yawning. Stay with us, John. Come on, hang in there, buddy. We're almost John, done. Uh, let's we're go. Number two, Stephen Pendlebury. Number two, go. Super Mario Odyssey. That's a good game. It's a great game. It's a Mario game. In every way that matters. It's technically brilliant. No flaws, no bugs, no gaps, no cracks. This thing is flawless. Again, as they always are, as they always tend to be. I love me a Mario game. Something about the pure, just... There's always, you know, there's always a mechanic that they bring to the table with a new Mario game these days. Um, after 64, you know, the flood and all the other stuff and the, the waggle sticks with the stars and things. Um, this hat feels like a, like it, it should have came. <laughs> like, it feels like it's been there forever. The hat mechanic is just perfect. The, just the, the, the way it feels, throwing it out, holding it, spinning it, bringing it back in, using it to jump along... Everything about that fucking hat mechanic is just though it's always been there. It's crazy how well they implemented just throwing a hat off to like, and then becoming other things. But they wear the hat and they get a mustache, so you can identify that it's Mario controlling it. Ah, yes. Okay. Like, cool. Um, they've this. I mean, Super Mario Galaxy One is like the the best Mario game ever made, as far as I'm concerned. Best one. Um. And there's a lot of reasons for that, not least of which is that the amazing classical music score that was a complete departure from everything they did before. They usually did like you know eight bit remaster, whatever's right. Um, Mario Galaxy was like a full on orchestra. They kind of returned to that with uh, Odyssey. Um, I wasn't sure how it would play out. The, the gameplay is slightly different. It's a little bit more open world. Some worlds are more open than others. Um, but ultimately, it's very much like Super Mario 64, which is a fantastic thing to say about a game, really. It's, you know, I want to pursue this little, essentially, mini-games. Almost everything you do rewards you for something. If you're inquisitive, you're going to look over here, you'll find something. Oh, here's a thing. There's, you know, there's, there's an item, a flower sticking up that wasn't there before. I'll go and investigate. It's going to be a little mini-quest to get another 
whatever. Like, it's everything you do, like, gives you something. They are constantly giving you things, but it never devalues, like, that ultimate currency. I can't even remember what it is that you get. Is it, like, it's moons or suns or something? Like, and uh, you got to collect those to kind of fuel your ship to go to the next world. That's kind of how it moons. works. Um, moons, like little kind of you know crescent moons. Uh, almost everything you do in that in every world that gives you a moon for something could be a lesser moon, could be a bigger moon. Doesn't matter. Um, each world will have so many to get. But they, they, they've really kind of that. It seems to include almost all of the really really great mechanics of all of the 3d mario games in this one place and kind of pulled it back and given you camera controls so it's not like 3d world which i didn't like because it kind of felt too much like a either a diorama or a, a fixed kind of mario game yeah uh, that is, that that was i think you're exactly right on 3d world i love 3d world don't get me wrong but yeah you're, right. you've hit the nail on the head with if, that one there yeah it was like a 2D kind of broken out a little bit. You could you had some depth to it. I mean, yeah, you could run around, but the fact that you couldn't move that camera around too much in 3D world was a little bit... Mm. It was a very forced perspective for certain things to work, and it just didn't work for me. But um, yeah, this one, it hits every single point and then adds a few more, and, and it nails every single one of them. It's, it's very close to a perfect game. Um, I don't really have anything bad to say about it. Ah, I really don't have anything switched. bad to say about it. I can, I can I jump in here, too, because it's also my number two. Ooh. Oh, shit. Yeah. That game's a delight. Yeah, boy. Um, every world is incredibly unique, and the environments are amazing. Even the attention to detail. So, like, if you if you put the controller down, after a little bit of time, Mario will just kind of lay down, put his hands behind his head, put his legs up, and then every level you do that in, a different type of bird will land on your nose. They didn't have to do that, but they did. <laughs> so it's yeah. just a small things like that. Um, or if you if you put Mario right next to a boombox that's playing music, and then you just don't touch the controller, he starts breakdancing. <laughs> Again, he doesn't have to do that, but it adds to the the whimsy and the character and the environment of the of the of the game. Um, Steve, did you finish it? Um, I'm close. I'm not quite there. I'm stuck in some... It's the snow one. Okay. I'm in the snow one. I'm like halfway through the snow one right now. Yeah, I mean, there's amazing things toward the end of it, and then once you finish it, it just unlocks even more to do, which is incredible. Um, Steve mentioned the the power moons, and there there are times where you'll see a power moon, you have no idea how to get it, and... It's because you can't. <laughs> you have to wait till like later in the game to be able to get certain things because of other abilities or other ways to get to it. Um, so it always leaves like those carrots at the end of the stick throughout the whole game. But it's uh, it is a delight. Mm-hmm. So that plus everything else that Steve said. Damn son, I am honestly, I am in the right now. I am in the throes of just madly trying to work out. It. How I'm going to resist buying a Switch. They're not hard to find, though. That's a good thing. No, it's not even that. It's just, you know what? It's not in my. Uh, it's just. It's, I've just tried to fight it, and then I, I keep listening to everyone just talking about Zelda, talking about Super Mario, Golf Story. Uh, there's so many other things. Damn. Fuck. Fuck. 
Nintendo. How did you? you do, I, I, and you know what? Story Let's Valley's go back and listen. Let's go back. Oh God, that portable! I'd be in trouble. Let's go back and listen to some of the uh, podcasts from a year ago before the Switch came out and what we thought Nintendo were doing. Right. God, have we got to eat with that. I, I knew, I knew. I was telling you guys you were crazy for not being excited about this fucking thing. I think. I think. I was just being um, cautious. In, in fairness. Um, I still the problem I have with the Switch right now is and it's that's still my number one. quite Hi, an expensive uh, an expensive piece of kit, and uh, what I would dearly love is them to just release a console that I could plug into my TV that played Switch games. I don't need to take it on the go. Mm-hmm. I know that's a fantastic thing, but give me one that's like 150 bucks cheaper that I just plug into my TV, right? Anyway. Yeah, but you'll like you'll like the portability. Yeah, I I will talk about the portability in a little bit. Okay, it's it's worthwhile. Okay, well, fish, uh, your number two, please, if you don't mind, sir. I will now give my impassioned defense of the Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. Zelda. I uh, I don't like Zelda games. Uh, I have finished two Zelda games in my life. I have played all of them. Um. I finished. I think I finished three Zelda games in my life, including Breath of the Wild. Two previous to this, um, and they just don't do anything for me. Zelda games have never done anything for me. There is something about the Legend of Zelda and the way that that world is constructed and the deliberate deliberance. It feels deliberate, um, and it feels considered. Uh, and I was thinking about this a lot when I was playing Assassin's Creed because uh, Assassin's Creed is great. You open up that world map, and fuck, there's a lot of icons. And you're like, oh, shit, look at all this stuff to do. You open up that world map in Zelda, and there are no icons. And you go, is there anything to do? And the, the, the thing that I love, that like now that I've gone back and played Assassin's Creed after playing Zelda, the thing that I loved about the way Zelda did it was you didn't know if there was anything that you were going to find when you climbed that mountain. But there probably was, and it was probably going to be really fucking cool. Like there's a there's a mountain where um, a star falls, and it becomes a horse, and you can tame that horse. But it only falls on certain nights, and like you can see the star fall from any almost anywhere in the map. But you have to get over there, so you have to let it. Like it's stuff like that, and it's stuff that like I probably have seen that you have never seen, and stuff that you have seen that I've probably never seen. The world feels considered in a way that i think is just fucking incredible um I mean, yes you've seen but, nothing but broken weapons i think we've all seen right that, but. uh the broken yeah. i was just gonna say broken Soon. weapons broken weapons suck they is that that was a dumb decision and i hope they don't do it for the next one because it sucks the fact that the master sword depletes energy is fucking stupid yeah um but that game is wonderful and that game like um Speaking on the on the, the portable front, I took that game to Iceland, I took that game to Italy, and like I put, you know, between those plane rides, a good chunk of time into that game. And it was it was like it was the perfect game for that time and I really, really enjoyed Zelda. And I think it's um, I think it is a masterpiece. I don't know if it's the best game I've ever played. In fact no, I know it's not the best game I've ever played. But I think it's a masterpiece, and I think it's uh, it's what open world games should start doing. Because it felt, when you pull those icons away and the stuff is still there, you just can't see where it is, the world feels alive. And it feels alive in a way where it's not a checklist of things to do to clear up the map. It becomes this 
living thing that you're exploring and finding things in. I'm fascinated how I think this completely mirrors your Mass Effect rant. And you have Nintendo there who has the IP and they just... It is the most... they, Without doubt, the most precious thing in the world. And yes, they may, may have made a couple of mistakes with some weapons and soup. Right. That they have you know com- those they everyone, it, everyone they, falls into the weapon and suit tra- soup trap everyone everyone <laughs> every game every designer makes that makes that mistake at least once but but you get the weapons you get the soup. feeling that with something like mass effect somebody goes into the warehouse and they get the dot trolley and they go to the skin mm-hmm. and they go, pump 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 right let's bring mass effect out okay right. let's take that to the shop floor whereas you get the feeling with zelda and super mario they are going into a clean room, you know, the door is open. Ridiculous. You know, everything's wrapped in cotton wool and it smells nice. Humidity's perfect. They just, you know, people, it, women in geisha outfits <laughs> yeah. go and take the just the, the, the coding. Oiling it down. Where, yeah, right. You know, that's right. Yeah, like give it a massage before, you know, go. It's just night and day, isn't it? Yeah, it's... it. Uh, the and Nintendo had a fucking amazing year, like oh, it's man, it's it, they needed yet. one. They yeah. absolutely they did. Needed one, and I don't know what they are gonna do next year because I, fuck man, well, I'll talk about Mario in a little bit. Spoilers. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Which okay. is most anticipated? <laughs> okay. Uh, then moving on to my number two, uh, before we hit the final stretch, my number two is Hollow Knight. Man, I wanted so badly to love that game. I tried so hard, Fraser. I've tried so hard. That's okay. You know, you know, it's you know, it's all subjective. We know it's all subjective. Hollow Knight. So, uh, I'd heard about it. I can't even. It was so. It was at the start of the year. So we're going back. It's we were recording with fish that's how long ago it was right so uh it's going back a bit yeah you bought me that game i bought it for you yeah it was it's a 2d metroid you know in in simple terms it's a 2d metroidvania game came out of nowhere it's only on the pc at the moment it cost like 14 bucks and it was just an absolute joy of a metroidvania game to me i i loved it as much as steve uh sorry steve uh as fish loved axiom verge I think that's probably fair to play, fair to say. Um, yeah, you know, and it, and it's just when you have one of those games, the platforming's right, the exploration is right, the difficulty's right, and uh, it, it's just so well made and out of left field, and it and it costs fourteen bucks. I mean, I just I can't fault it. I love it. I love the characters in it. I love the things you battle. I love the way you jump around. The upgrades. And it's huge too. It's massive. I never finished it either. Um, it beat me into submission a little bit, but I, I you know, I, I, I'm okay with that. I'm alright with that. You know. Um, yeah, I, I guess. And uh, I, I don't know. Fair play. I just the fact that it was just an indie game, just amazing. Right. And it, I, it's coming to Switch this year, and so I'm going to buy it on Switch and give it another shot because I wonder if having it handheld instead of having to sit. Like part of the problem is like I have bought. Uh, I, sp- I spent too much money this year. I bought a new TV, and of course, uh, the Steam Link only supports 1080p, and the new TV is not 1080p. is is more P's 
than that. And mm. the input lag yeah, when you're there's 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 a couple Ks in there. Uh, the, the input lag in between upscaling a 1080p image to 4K, blah 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 blah, already going over a Steam Link. The game was too hard to play, and I didn't want to sit downstairs and play it. So I will give it another shot when it comes to the Switch because I will uh, take it traveling. Yeah. I hope you enjoy it. It was, I, for me, I thought it was great. Um, yeah. I will do a caveat here, actually. It turns out I actually only played five games this year. So, you know, I really... <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. Make it that way. But how many, games, how many hours of games did you play of PUBG? Like, how many... Can we split PUBG into... Let's just let's just come through. Let's make sure his wife's not listening. That's all right. <laughs> there's plenty of time for that. That's. I might be talking. I'm sure, that's about coming that up next. I think that might be coming all up. All right. Next so we're now. We're now. We're now into the final stretch. I was going to put down Hollow Knight score, but I'm probably the only one who's got that in there. Anyway, <clears> it gets a four. That's good. Uh, into the final stretch, uh, Steve. Then give us. A What's your number one? Exciting. My number one game of 2017 is. Assassin's Creed Origins. That's a good game. Woo! I was knocked clean on my ass by this game. That's I was a good game. Not, I didn't coming. give a shit. I wasn't. Ex- I wasn't anticipating this game. I saw it at E3. I was like, "That looks boring." I'm not bothering. Given the pedigree, they're hit and miss. They're all over the place. They mm-hmm. still don't know what their own game identity is. Fuck them. Fuck mm-hmm. Ubisoft. Fuck mm-hmm. this title. I'm done. Moving on, right? <clears throat> and then I started hearing some rumblings. Uh like some solid rumblings and I was kind of starved for a game at the time so I decided to pick it up and oh boy like they've there is they've gotten to the point now where they've made their mistakes they've <laughs> Ubisoft and, and the development teams specifically behind the Assassin's Creed games they've learned their mistakes they've they've done them they've learned from them they've corrected a lot of them they've moved on they've changed things they've honed things they've taken things from other games without ever losing the spirit of what an assassin's creed game should be and what we have now is a very sleek streamlined assassin's creed experience where you don't ever feel like you've lost anything but they've gotten rid of an awful lot of bullshit that got in the way of enjoyment in that game and it's it's just all systems go it's go like explore do it want a horse get on it here's your weapons kill people with them like it, you know you want to go there just go there through various different means all kinds of stuff that the the world is rendered in such a beautiful natural realistic way and i i was i was I'm stopping every few minutes to take a photo, to take a screenshot. Like I'm always doing that, and that's even built into the game. It's like they knew that people were gonna start fetishizing screenshots in here because it even appears on the map. The map, by the way, is the biggest fucking map I've ever seen. Like it, it's massive, absolutely massive. Um, they, they. I don't even know if it's to scale, but like. I, I know that the uh, the objects themselves are to scale, the pyramids, the sphinx, that kind of thing. I'll say this, and, and even Bayek in the game says this, the sphinx is a hell of a lot smaller than I thought it was. Um, 
But you know it's Ubisoft, and you know what they do with their historical kind of recreations. You know that that's to scale in the real world. So, like, what I was looking at there was exactly how it would appear. Like, Sphinx is small. Um, but the, it's, it's I wouldn't want to like, paint it, though. Oh, ho, ho, ho! Um, she's got a roller. Got a big roller on it. Um, the, all the way back to Spider-Man 2, right? That's when I discovered that my favorite game type in the world is open world, where you can kind of use your abilities to go anywhere you want, uh, and do like pick things from a map to do busy work. Just give me busy work that I can just take on as I want to, in the order I want to, in the way I want to, and I will just consume it all. I'm hungry for that kind of thing. Um, and that's exactly what this game does. It's got, I mean, the, the single-player narrative, I mean, I could have finished this fucking months ago. Um, I'm just not doing it. I'm just, I'm literally kind of making my way through this map and just, uh, and it's leveling with me, kind of, and I'm just going through and just doing all of these random things that you would normally do in an Assassin's Creed game. There's random missions that come up. The side quests in this are better and more developed and more kind of, real and tangible and interesting and, and diverse and just they are like real missions in fact i think a lot of the time they're more well developed than the campaign missions in certain circumstances um there are so many the, the character is like like fish was saying bayek is considering this is an ancient egypt right and this guy is from another time and another place um He's extremely relatable. Extremely relatable. Um, and just observing how he interacts with people is a joy. Like, he's a very upstanding kind of gentleman. Very, he's a protector and, and like, you know, he, he's a warrior and he kills when he needs to. He gets angry when injustice happens. And, you know, and he, he is compassionate when things happen. Like, he, you know, he, he's got some trauma, like, and, and he's kind of working through it and living with it as you're going through the game, and you can see that kind of payoff when he's dealing with other people, and you know, he's like the, he's like a, a he's kind of like Kane in Kung Fu, basically, he's just kind of walking through this game, and he's righting wrongs, he's setting things straight, and he's interjecting when he needs to, and he's just helping out, right? Like, the, like the littlest deal. hobo. Exactly like the littlest hobo. Maybe tomorrow, phrase. Maybe tomorrow, <laughs> he'll try to settle down. But until tomorrow, he'll just keep moving on. <laughs> Good. You didn't think I. You didn't think I could pick up on I, that one. But I'm I did. not sure. Uh, you never know who's going to know that. Good. That's Good. true. That's true. It's good. Okay. Little hobo. So good. yeah, and uh, yeah, it, flawless in every way. The music's fantastic. The items, the the whole loot system is great now. They got the the interface. The inventory screen is clean, and it's got all kinds of Far Cry upgrade mechanics. You can go hunting animals, get leather, build pouches, get more stuff. It's got all of that. It's got, of course, the you know synchronization points, and the amount of animus in this game is absolutely minimal. There's but it's still too much. It's still too much. Like we need to, we need to they jettison need to that story completely. They need to. Jettison. I think. I think they've gotten there. I think they've gotten there, and the only reason we have some is because of some kind of internal artist disagreement dispute. I think that's the only reason. Someone just doesn't want it to yeah, die. I've heard that before. Say, okay, fan. I'll put it in. There's literally a point where it breaks you out of Egypt. You don't even start in the real. You start in Egypt. It's like I forgot. 
that was an animus at all until after the first assassination. It bumps you back. The girl gets out of the animus in a cave. And I was like, okay, turned around, got right back in that animus again. Didn't care. And it just went right back into Egypt. And away I was, there you are. That's good. Yeah. It, honestly, they've fixed a lot of shit. This is a, an amazing game. It's my career right now. I've put over 100 hours in this game, and I will continue to do so. Like, I love the shit out of this game. And I'm still nowhere... I've, I, haven't, I haven't covered all the areas yet. So, I don't know. It's got a lot of... I've spent a lot of money on DLC in this. I'm glad I'm not the only one that spent money on... Uh, I got some. I bought some currency, because I wanted... Uh, there was a couple steeds that I needed... You know, some I need steeds up in there. I need some. I need. There was a. There was a one that looks like the first civilization, and I was like, I need that to go with my first civilization outfit. So, right. I just went with the ones with the face mask for the for the outfit. There's ones that have face masks, and that's that's all I need. That's good. Yeah. Um, that's a good game. Yeah, riding a camel is baller in that game. Good graphics. It's got good, good graphics. graphics. It looks pretty good yeah. on that on so, those K's. My number one. Well deserved. Came out of nowhere. Fucking brilliant. Yeah, I, you know what? I've I've uh, not been paying attention. I didn't see that coming with you, Steve. There. Yeah. Cool. Boom. Shakalaka. Nice. Okay, Mister Fish. Uh, Mario Odyssey is, is my favorite game of the year. Uh, uh-huh. That game is fucking. In a year that we had uh, a lot of uh, a lot of bullshit in the real world, that game is distilled joy, and it's just. It's just a joy to play. Everything is just... Like, you, we can argue whether or not they they make it so, like, when you get a moon, it doesn't feel as well... It doesn't feel as nice because there's a million moons in every level. But the fact that you can just get a moon... Like, you know, it's been a hard year. I've earned this freebie moon. Let me just have this. Um, sometimes you just want a moon. Sometimes you just want a moon. Uh, and, Fraser, you'll like this. Uh, when you roll credits on that game, that then unlocks this entire portion of the game that was not unlocked originally. So, like, it actually splits the game into, like, up and to the credits point is kind of like the casual, I just want to enjoy and experience Mario, and then post-credits, it's like, all right, you want to unlock some of the harder challenges, here we go. Like Time to go to work. Right. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Shit, okay. Oh, yeah, it's, uh, and yeah. there's, um... It's just, it's such a, it's a celebration of Mario and that, like, it, like as a fan of that series of that, of, of, of all the Mario games, like, I think almost every video gamer is, uh, it's, it's such, it's just, it celebrates that genre and that, that series in just a wonderful way, you know, switching between 3D and 2D and not just like 2D, like, oh, it's the same models, like, it's 2D, but it's the old NES graphics and like, there's this scene in New Donk City after you've put together this band that, oh, and you shit, yeah. and you play through Amazing. this you play through this whole thing uh, that's just a giant Donkey Kong level in 2D while they play yeah. that song that they played at the VGA Awards like it is a great. it is a wonderful wonderful game and like I think that like I think Zelda's a better game but I, Mario Odyssey I enjoyed so much more and I I will be playing that game for a while because it's just, it's wonderful. It's uh, it is my favorite Mario, and I didn't play the Galaxy games to be fair, but it is my favorite Mario game. I gotta get one. <laughs> Damn. Here's an interesting thing. My son came up to me today and he said, "Dad, can we hook the Wii U up? Uh, the Wii up because I want to play Mario Galaxy." Oh wow! Well, well, well. And that's that's it's that magic, eh? It's that magic. 
Yep. Damn. You got to get a fish, dude. Damn it, they dude, sound so good. One and two, my I one and two yeah, this year were, Mar- were Mario just, and Zelda. I know. It's just, it's when. It's not a question of if. It's a question of when. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, thank you, fish. That's great. Uh, okay, John. Numero uno. My number one was uh, Mass Effect Andromeda. Not I, heard, <laughs> I heard that's a good game. Hey, <laughs> hey. who? Uh, mine was Horizon Zero Dawn. That was my number Dang. one. Um, nice. For a lot of the reasons that were already discussed. Uh, thank you, Steve, for not even having it on your list, but actually doing some justice to it as well. Um, that game, I, I mean, just probably because how unique it was of a setting. It's a new IP, so it's a new experience. But that blend of future, but also primitive at the same time was a really interesting take. Um, the fact that I, you could kind of play as you want. You could, if you wanted to run up to the machines and take them down, you can try, you could. Or you could go stealth, which was my preferred method. Um, but you could scan them and then figure out what their weaknesses were, and then you can find certain things on those machines that you could explode or pop off to make it easier. Um, or you just, you could override one of them to fight for you <laughs> and then just watch them do your job. Um, I mean, there's so many different ways to play through with that. Um, I did get the DLC, which I haven't finished yet, but for 15 bucks for 20 more hours of game is, that's how it should be. It's like, here's a great game that's full of content, and for a small fee, here's a ton more game that's a ton of content that's the same quality. You know, I know a lot of times, like, and even the side missions, like side missions and DLC, sometimes it's like, maybe not the best quality for the voiceover. They kind of just rushed out some extra content to make a few bucks every single facet of this game maintains its quality the voice acting the um the character modeling even on a side mission that's not even something you have to do um still holds the same quality as as the campaign you know missions um in the dlc it takes you to uh a mountain with snow and when you do a roll in the snow it packs down the snow and reveals grass underneath like that most most games will just show you more white. <laughs> just pushes snow down. They didn't have to do that, but now they have grass rendered underneath the snow across the entire environment. Um, but that that game is it's good graphics. It is. It's yeah, that good graphics. It is. Um, that's my number one. That's a joy. I I you know I I'm excited to get back and you know I think PUBG definitely put a lot of things on the back burner for me uh, when that came out. Um, you know, like I, I haven't put a lot of time in 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 Wolfenstein and um, uh, Shadow of War or um, Assassin's Creed, but those are in progress. That's why those weren't on the list, but definitely uh, out there. But Horizon is another one that I need to I need to get back and wrap up that DLC because it's and I, I love it. I, I want more. You know, it's a game I in an IP. I hope kind of you know comes back and we get to revisit in some mm-hmm. way, shape, or form. Well, I'm glad to see it there at your number one, John. I mean, like I say, you know, I didn't finish it. I, I had a bit of a, almost feels like I had a bit of an affair with it. Like it was a brief, brief encounter with Horizon <laughs> Zero Dawn. Um, but I think you... Um, fling. Yeah, I feel like I had a brief fling. And and it could have been so much more if I wasn't already married to someone else. <laughs> um, but you've you've sort of, um, you know, set in stone probably what, why why it made my list at all, which mm. was which was great. Good, okay. Uh, my number one, uh, we're not taking any bets on what it could possibly be. 
no idea. But as soon as I'm, I'm starting to talk about it, a big Clash smile is erupting on my face. That's right. Actually, what's bizarre? Hey, look, check this out. I'm making notes, right? Look at this. It's, you can't see this, people, but this is a chart, right? I'm showing them the, the guys this on the screen. I'm looking at this chart. I wrote this about it two years ago. Okay, I'm looking right. at it going, and it's a number of, it's like about 50 names down one side, 50 names down another side, and loads and loads of lines. That is me checking out the battle progress on Clash of Clans for one weekend. <laughs> I, that, that game, I'm glad that game is out of my life. Yes. Wow. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so my number one game, yep, uh, smile on my face, is PUBG, of course. And uh, for whatever reason, the good, the bad, the, the definitely ugly, um, I, there's just been nothing like it. And, and, I've, and I've hit a point, I hit this point a, a while ago, um, I mean, I don't need to tell anybody about the game, what it's all about. But, I mean, I hit this point a f- good few months ago where I said, hand on heart, I think this could possibly be the best video game of my life. And I still I stand that. by that. And I, and, I, and I have no reason to change that. I, have, I am bearing down on 600 hours of PUBG right now on the PC. That doesn't include test server time. That doesn't include Xbox time. I think the Xbox is a piece of shit version of PUBG <laughs> and can die in a fire as far and I pray my son can't hear me because it would break his little heart but it's fucking awful <laughs> right but I will still play that and enjoy it and and love it because the the game is what I have waited all my life for it's I love first person stroke I although we're playing it mostly on third person I love shooters the finality of the game the fact that I'm always playing i mean i've played solo i've played some solo and sometimes to scratch the itch i'll play solo when no one's around but all my enjoyment is coming with playing with these guys with playing with you guys on the xbox with playing with the core group of guys that we play on the pc we are not slowing down my wife how i'm still married i have no idea because i come home and i just want to play PUBG. i was playing PUBG up to the point we were the last 10 survivors before you were sitting here texting where's fraser where's fraser i was playing PUBG. if of course you were i don't want to do anything else except play PUBG. that has not changed and has no sign of changing it is so much fun i am having so much fun playing with the guys or playing with whoever it's it's unreal i mean we played what was it? I think we played yesterday and we were crying with, we had another incident. I don't know what happened. It was something like something It had to do with running the enemy over again or whatever like that. But we were crying with laughter, right? Again, 600 hours. And I'm still crying with laughter at the scenarios that this, this game brings to the table. It's just, it's hands up. I'm done. Unreal. PUBG, you win. Done. I'm, what could possibly, and, you know, and, I, and I'll go play Super Mario Odyssey and I'll think it's the best game I've, uh, one of the best games I've ever played. And I'll go play Zelda The Breath of the Wild and I won't complain about the, you know, I'll complain a little bit about the weapons breaking and maybe the soup a little bit, but I'll love it. <laughs> gotta, gotta I'll, I'll, get, I'll get over it, right? And, but nothing will compare to the, to the year I've had. I mean, like, it was a godsend when my family left me for three weeks, right? They left me for three weeks to go to Europe, right? It... I got nothing done. I just played PUBG. It was great. I love it. I fucking love it. It's just so much fun. So much fun. And and so there you go. I don't know what to say. What more can you say? It's, you know, it's awesome when you find a game that that does that, right? Like that that you find. Like that's how it was for me in Mass Effect Two. I 
for when that game came out, all I wanted to do for months was just play Mass Effect Two. Was just pick up, like, make sure that I didn't miss any of the lore. Play through it all the way on on hard or not on hard on uh, doing it uh, evil or good. Like, it's it that's that is like one of my favorite things about I guess anything, but for me, video games is when you find that game that just like completely possesses your thoughts and like you just want to experience more and more of it yeah and i can't but i mustn't undersell the guys i'm playing with that's the experience right you know that's the the guys who are still turning up every day and we're all getting together and playing it and i've you know i'm making you know i've built you know four five six friendships here seven continuing you know with new guys coming on board all the time you know i think if if that dropped off and there weren't people you know friends to play with i would try and meet other people to play play with probably but i i I don't know anyway it's just magical it's just something it's just unreal it's just you know and we're and and we're half decent too i mean i played a duos game yesterday or, or friday night with uh, with Neil, we just cruised right, cruised through right to the end, and, and got a, a chicken dinner. I'm on. I'm keeping count now. It's I'm not way up there with with super players, but you know I'm on 30, 30 something chicken dinners now. I'll take that. Damn, love it, man. It's great. It's great. You know, it comes everyone. And the beauty three. thing is, the beauty thing is, we don't get it all the time. So you forget. You suddenly go with this fee, this famine. You could go famine for a couple of weeks, and you then you get it soup. again. You make and some soup, and then it's I, fine. You got. You gotta climb up a mountain with some soup and something else yeah. or whatever, and then suddenly Keep you get warm. a chi- out of nowhere. You suddenly everything the stars align. You get a chicken dinner, and and life is great again. And you just and you love it. You love it. I was just, I was robbed of a chicken dinner the other night because the game yeah. crashed right when I was in the crosshairs of the final guy. Ah, oh man, yeah. See, that's not my best. Good. Killed five guys. Jank. Had killed five guys that whole game, and we're on a hill. And I knew where he was. He didn't know where I was. And I went to flank him around the tree. And he came out from the tree. And then I had my crosses on him. But then he, he and then the game crashed. And I was sad. <laughs> so sad. <laughs> so sad. Brutal. Fuck that game sometimes, I swear to God. Yeah, of course, man. Yeah, your heart's pumping. The rage, I mean, the rage quitting that we've seen. I was, I was even, but I was even robbed, like... I would have been fine if he just got killed me and I was in second, because then I could have just grabbed a screenshot of that right. great game. I was robbed of the screenshot because the game was done. I think I think that this kind of conversation on both sides about the nature of PUBG is is the best way to sell why it's such a good game because it's like take as a product it stinks. As a product, it's not that great. Technically, under par. Visually, boring. Mechanically, sufficient. Like, and that's it. Mm. And yet, it's got and the it ex- right it excels in the right place. That's the exactly, yeah. and it's it does. the it play again. Does. The players bring the game. It's it's just the right kind of environment in the right way. But as a product, kind of stinks. It's not that great. Yeah. Everything that's good about the game is what the players bring to it. And, and I, I mean, I could sit down every day. Every day, I could do a synopsis at the end of the day on what's been happening, and it's just right. Be different Everyone's all the time. got those tales. Every time you play, you get a new adventure to retell. Every single time, well, almost every single time. And I and I and I ask myself. I never played World of War. I ask myself whether I am now in that sort of scenario. It's not the same type of game, obviously, but I wonder whether I'm. I finally have have done, made it made it achieved 
I, I'm just trying to put it, you know, have I suddenly become that gamer who just is so engrossed in that social aspect of a game like World of Warcraft players, you know? Um, because I look at World of Warcraft and I go, I'm not interested in that at all. That doesn't look interesting yeah, to me. But of course, you can go back and people, well, will you remember that raid of 82? Well, right. Like, <laughs> uh, the big raid of 82. I wouldn't have played as much World of Warcraft if I didn't have people to play with. You know, if I didn't have a right. group of people that we were running dungeons and doing raids, like, if I didn't have that, I wouldn't have played as much. I would have leveled to the max level, done it once in the, in the you know, automatic raid finder thing and, and called it a day. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And that's why I don't play much. You know, one of the most important aspects, Mike's going to hate me for this, but one of the most important things for me ever was getting my solo chicken dinner on the PC. Because once I got that done, I was like, okay, the monkey's off my back. And now I don't real, I really won't sit and play solo. Maybe once in a blue moon. Very, very rarely. But as soon as my phone beeps and the guys go, right, are we ready to play? I'm on. I'm on. Yep. Drop everything. Right. Let's go. So there you go. All right. Good. Right. Cool. So uh, I've, I've like done... his daughter's recital. Oh, sorry. I got to go, PUBG. Sorry. Got to go. Yeah. Phone went oh, off. God. Like, don't be mistaken. Sorry. <laughs> I'm just going to say, but I can tell you right now. Like, if I if there were things with my kids were doing at school, if there was a remote possibility that I I, I didn't push to not go to my daughter's concerts and stuff like that. But if I got let off, I wouldn't be going, oh, damn, I really <laughs> should, you know. I should really go to what that. What am I going to do? Oh, jeez. Oh, no. I can't go. Um, so, yeah. Anyway, so I've done my math. I have, too. Yeah, math too. I've done all my math. Number five. You guys will tell me Quick whether maths. you agree or disagree. I have it. I've done a top five. So in reverse order, I have number five, Horizon Zero Dawn. I, Whoa, that's I, have, I, have. I, have, <laughs> I have Assassin's Creed at number five. As I do. Uh, With six points. I have it at six points as well. I have Horizon yes. Zero Dawn has eight points. Yes, yes, but that puts it in third place. That's 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 my. Oh, math. I've got Horizon Zero. Sorry, I've got Horizon Zero Dawn written twice. Sorry, my fifth place. Get was off this You're show. right. Assassin's <laughs> Creed Origins. Sorry, I was losing it at some point. Uh, right, yes, fifth, fifth. Right. See, that's why we checks and balances, people. Uh, Assassin's Creed Origins at number five. I have Zelda. Yep. Breath of the Wild at number four. Yep. Correct. Horizon Zero Dawn at number three. Correct. PUBG. Brutally at number two. <laughs> Correct. And then the game and of the year is the game, game of the year. year. Who would have got yes, it? Game yep, Game Punch's game of the year uh, for 2017 is Super Mario, Mario. Odyssey. Well you know, done. interesting that yeah, no game on this five list. stayed on the top five. No game on this yeah, list boy. is on everyone's list. There's no game on here that all, no. all four of us on it. That all four Nothing was unanimous at all. Yeah, yeah that's crazy. Uh, yeah, it's oh, actually the list. It's always interesting when we do these lists. I know um, this is the first year I think where we've been able to just pull out the top five so easily. I think before we've had loads of ties and, mm -hmm. and uh, games that have been sitting yeah. on the same amount of points. But that was pretty. It was pretty a easy. it was a great year for video games. A shit year for a lot of things, but it was a great year for video games. Which yeah, is great because yeah. video games are escapism. <laughs> yes. Well, and considering yeah. I played very few of them, I've got a great 2018 to look forward to. Yes, I you squeeze do. some of these in. So. So that's great. Okay, good. Uh, we're now going to move on to what we're looking forward to. I don't think we're going to spend too much time on this, but we'll just plow through. Uh, uh, let's go in random order. John, what are you looking forward to in 2018? So 
if Last of Us Part 2 was confirmed for this year, I would have said that. However, uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 is going to be my most anticipated. Oh, that's a good choice. Uh, that's a good choice. Red Dead Redemption was is one of my all-time favorites. Uh, the experience of playing that game um, when it was backwards compatible, I immediately downloaded it just to get back into that world. I loved everything about it. So I can't wait to see uh, what comes of it now with this new technology and... You know, some of these early teaser things they've shown us with screenshots or little video snippets makes it look real pretty. Horseball so. technology. It's fantastic. Horseballs. Horseballs. Realistic horseballs. Finally. We've crossed the I, Rubicon. I could, I could do without the stagecoach escort missions, though. So, Has anyone got Steam running? Because it just popped up in the bottom that Dave Thulu's just fired up Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. <laughs> <laughs> So I don't know. Fraser's like, Fraser's like, well, look at the time. Oh, I gotta go again. <laughs> My daughter's got a recycle. <laughs> Red Dead Redemption Two, yes. Uh, a lot of people have a hard on for that. Uh, good. I'm glad to see you do. I'm glad to see your hard on. Glad, glad you're glad to see mine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Fish. Uh, Metroid Prime Four. I love Metroid, and Ooh. I really want to play that. Uh, I have to imagine it's coming this year, because I don't know what else Nintendo would uh, release this year. They're fresh out of first-party uh, franchises. So, so that's not announced, right? Yeah, they Damn, announced it at E3. That's a good shout, son. I might even, you it's know announced. what? That's announced. Oh, they announced that at E3. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, nice. Oh, God, I've got to get a Switch, haven't I? Yep. Uh, yeah. yeah, damn, good. Oh, I might have poached that one. Yeah, that's not yeah, good. Yep. Well, I'll, I'll go with something different because you've gone with that one. I'll jump in now anyway, just so we'll finish off with Steve. Um, I think I'm going to say Shadow of the Colossus. I'm, I'm All right. well up for a remake of that. I'd love to see what they do with it. Um, and just a chance to dive back into that world. Um, I, I, as, a, as a sort of, as a something new... Maybe Sea of Thieves and maybe God of War. But um, Shadow, of, Shadow of the Colossus, I have a deep love for. I love that game. The hypocrisy of it. The sheer hypocrisy of you, Fraser Morris. Why? Your most anticipated it's a HD remake. game is an HD-ified remake, <laughs> yeah, sir. Yeah, well... <laughs> oh, oh, we've come so far. <laughs> wow. The, this is the worst no, season of House of Cards well. ever. Uh, I'm, not allow- I'm not allowed to say the February patch uh, rollout by Bluehole for PUBG. But, uh, I think you I know, mean the yeah. PUBG Corporation. The PUBG Corporation, yeah. Blue so, I, yeah, I don't know. I just, um, I don't know. I just, you know, you know what? I scrambled to find something to write down. And then as soon as I saw a picture actually of God of War of a big him sitting in front of a massive giant sea monster, I was like, oh, that yeah. looks good too. Um, I don't know. There's tons of stuff coming, but it's gonna be a good know. year again, I think. Yeah, hopefully. The problem yeah, is with the remake here. Videos. And sorry, just just to say quickly, <laughs> Crackdown Three, Sea of Thieves, uh, God of War, Red Dead Redemption. All of them, I look at them and I just go, Yeah, that's cool, 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 cool. Uh, and then I see Shadow of the, and then I see Spider Man, and then I see Shadow of the Colossus. And I just go, Oh, Shadow of the Colossus. Just wrap me up yeah. in your wonderfulness, right? You know, and just oh, PUBG let's patch. Go have that. <laughs> Let's just go have that adventure again. So it's on. It's on my. I've got a big list, and it's on that big list. There you as go. As well, I, I will be playing that. I can't wait to play it for sure. Of course you will. Most anticipated, maybe not, but it's definitely up there. Go on then. Is it's my turn? Isn't it? Um. Okay. So, see, the one 
I'm most anxious to see from with my own eyes is dreams. But the medium the, molecule one. Correct, yeah. I mean, I, I was head over heels in love with the very first Little Big Planet and what it did and just the whole newness of it. Uh, they're doing it again. Who knows if it's just going to be a it's just going to be way too whimsical for me to latch onto it. I, who knows? Mm-hmm. All I know is that I've been very curious as to what unifying core they're going to wrap all of this possibility around. So I just want to see how they're going to do it. Is that the one I'm going to p- want to play the most? That's got to be Red Dead Redemption 2. It's got to be. Yeah, boy. Um, yeah, boy. So it's, like, it's, it's one, of, one of those two. There's a ton of things I'm looking forward to, but at the very top of the list, I am very much looking forward to enjoying playing Red Dead 2. Dreams, I'm the most curious about how it turns out. Andromeda okay. for the Switch. Yeah! <laughs> On the go. When you get in L.A. Noir? Never. Never? <laughs> I, I talked about this before. That's the first game I've ever, plenty of times, woken up with the controller in my hand saying, please reconnect controller on the screen because <laughs> I fell asleep right. playing it. <laughs> And you've played some Metal Gear games. Yeah. It's, it's, oh, it's, Metal Gear it's Survive. Music. I'm actually one of the few people who's looking forward to Metal Gear Survive. Yes, you are one of the few people. You are yeah, one of the true. one of the people, person. I, maybe the person that's looking forward to Metal Gear Survive. Uh, maybe I'm that guy. <laughs> Less maybe than the amount of people hype. Not prey. caught up in the Konami rubbish, I believe. So uh, I, I read this, uh, or I, yeah, I read this amazing thing the other day about how maybe. Uh, Death Stranding is the like the long form Hideo Kojima troll, and that's actually Metal Gear Solid Six. Because you know how he right. tried to do that with Metal Gear Solid Five, like he tried to do that, like oh, it's not Metal, it's the Phantom Pain, and like he had like that right. fake company and everything. Like, what if this that's is like right. that troll, but like perfected? Yeah. Like, I mean, if you're gonna ask me what my most anticipated game is, it's Death Stranding, just because I don't know what like I want to know what the fuck oh, that dude. is, but who knows when that comes out. God, yeah, but that's not next year. Yeah, no, I, that's not that. No. That might that might not you know, be this Sony, generation. Have we done this? We, we've done this. Have we done this discussion with the Sony execs sitting there crying? Going, <laughs> we've got to give us some gameplay soon. <laughs> it's just the guy writing the checks, just hands quivering. <laughs> he's, dead, he's, out, he's out another invoice for a dog barking. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, we've seen more Death Stranding than the uh, Han Solo a Star Wars story. And that's Fuck a, well, me. Those, that's, that's gonna. That's gonna be Jesus. Awesome. That doesn't bode well at all, does it? No. I let you know. I'm going to see Star Wars tomorrow just to put you all out of your misery. Cool. Then Thank you can oh, listen thankfully. to the. Then you can Good. listen to the two and a half hour episode I posted. It's not, I, it's I'm, I'm sorry, sorry that I missed. Then that. I can listen to it. I'm sorry I that I missed. I can listen to a lot of podcasts. I really liked Last Jedi. I'll just put that out there. Oh, good. Okay. I'm Thank right. you, Fish. As did I. As did I. Yeah, the force Good. Okay. Well, look. That. That's all I have down there. I know that we normally do John. Do we do a favorite um, music, favorite... Uh, I don't think we prepared that, did tech, we? Tech, we didn't prepare. I am did not we? prepared for those kinds of things. No. Okay, good. Then we'll, we'll, we'll skip down. that. All right, well, look, let's just then, uh, let's wrap that up here. Let's, let me take the opportunity to say thank you very much for joining... Look, it's almost like you're a guest fish. I don't mean it to sound that way, but it's no, no. great to Listen, see you again. I, I, have been, very good I might as well be a guest. I haven't been here in months. Uh I started playing video games again. It's fun. I like video games. Good. That's good. And you, okay. were, you should come back and talk about it. To get some frozen sausages. And frozen sausages in Iceland. Yeah. 
We'll send you an. They were expensive. They were expensive. Kind of understand the gag. <laughs> um, okay, good, John. Thank you for having your daughter join us for the for that brief period. That was very cute. It was yeah, lovely. Yeah. Been sleeping there, um, well. How's your wife's finger, by the way? <laughs> it's good. It's good. It's good. Everything's good on the home front. Good. I got the sickness from the kids a little bit, but uh, we'll be all right. I wondered whether you sounded a little bit off tonight, but um, he's got that husky, right, we'll smoky, sexy soon. voice. When you and your mates. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, when you when you and your mates. <laughs> good. Okay, and Steve is Steve. It's good. Thank you for letting me step into the chair. Yeah, boy. Been a pleasure. Did a wonderful job there. Brace, Thanks, thank guys. You. It's, thank yeah, you. It's always fun. Okay. Uh, right. Okay. Yeah. Well, then that's all there is to say. You know where to find us. It's the usual thing. Uh, I don't know. How, what, is there a take us home? Do you want to take us home, John? Yeah, yeah. Why not? Uh, so, yeah. We have a website. It's gamepunchers.com. Uh, we have an email. It's podcast at gamepunchers.com. Uh, and we're on Twitter. It's at gamepunchers.pod. I am at John the Valley. Uh, I am at Chambango. I am at Fraser Moo. And I'm at the Jesus Fish, spelled like it sounds. Yep. The G- Not an emoji the, for the it. The Jesus Fish. And you can join our conversation in our Slack channel. Just go to tinyurl.com slash slackpunchers and request an invite. Very and nice. we'll get that invite for you. We'll make it happen. We'll get right on we'll it. Be right. And who knows? Maybe we'll, do, maybe we'll do another episode. I mean, maybe. I don't want to. I don't want to overcommit. <laughs> so we, we, our, our recording cadence has been good. We flubbed a little bit on the editing and posting cadence, but that's fine. We're recording <laughs> the past four Fridays. Yes, <laughs> yes we've, we've got four in a row. I, know, I can tell you right now, I keep talking to people. They go, holy shit, you're recording again. <laughs> you don't know what's yep. going on. Another episode! So, yeah, it's amazing. So good. Okay, well, look, we'll try and keep up the momentum. We're do- not doing too bad yep. so far. Uh, until next, and let's another round of applause for Super Mario Odyssey, Game of the Year, and and until next time, it's a me, Wizard, Wizard, it's it's a me, Wizard, Sonido. Come
for the soul She had been born with a face that would let her get away He saw that face and he lost all control Wondering if he could ever go home 